What's up, man? How are you all doing? I'm getting used to StreamYard. I have to apologize in advance. I'm not in my typical studio because I'm in Miami. Welcome to Miami. Uh, it doesn't matter why I'm here, but I'm here. I might have to cover up because I'm in the lobby, but I, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm socially distanced from everybody, and I'm here to keep Nerd Wars going. And tonight we have an awesome Nerd War because... It's a special Nerd Wars because it's Mandalorian fights. That's right. I got four amazing fighters here today. We're keeping the show going here from a hotel lobby in Miami because the fun never stops. Uh, season two is wrapped up. Warning, spoilers. We're going to talk all about season one and season two. So if you haven't yet watched it, now's your time to deck out. Uh, so I'm, I'm on Streamlab, StreamYard tonight. Thanks to Lewis, Nuke the Fridge. Uh, he gave me access to his StreamYard. Hold on. Does this work? You should still be able to see... Aha, there it is. You can still donate via Super Chat and through the Cash App uh, on the phone. I will be able to see those. Streamlabs, I won't see as uh, today. So if you want to donate, Cash App and uh, Super Chats tonight will get you involved in the show and support it. Uh, and we got a different format tonight, but let's introduce our fighters. I'm so excited to be here. Bear with me on the chat because I am controlling four things, but I see all you guys. What's up? Uh, James, you're in Miami. Uh, hello. You're not following my Twitter because I talked about it. Uh, my Instagram. Dude, where are you in Miami, James? Uh, I'm, I'm, I will t DM me on Twitter and I'll tell you, uh, see if there's a way for you to stop by tomorrow. I think we're, uh, I'm going to a spot tomorrow, but hit me up. I'm not going to say it publicly, but hit me up. Uh, awesome. Good to see all you guys in the chat. Welcome for watching. It's annoying to see this, but oh, it's nice as I can show your super chats. Yeah, there it is. Uh, thank you, James, for that. We'll go through it at the each of end of each round. Your support, you could help dictate the round. I'm going to be keeping the clock here on my phone, uh, but let's meet our fighters for tonight's Mandalorian fights. Our main event is going to be best episode and what was so fun about this is as i was wrestling with what are we fighting about because everyone was sort of agreeing that mandalorian kicks ass uh each of these fighters picked a different episode for the best episode so chris uh chris let's bring it chris first my producer helped me do this his camera's off but chris thank you for helping me figure this out this was a this was a, an undertaking because uh, <laughs> everybody was everybody <laughs> liked everything <laughs> to be fair this was not as last minute with coming up with this as no, we, we usually are. And it still it still was a, a task. Yes. Uh, but so thank I'm you. excited so we're, for this battle royale. We're well. doing a battle royale. That is right. So here, let's shall we meet the fighters? Yeah. Ready to bring let's them in? All right. I'm yeah. not, all right. So I'll hide you back in there as yep. we introduce our fighters. All right. First up, let's bring in our he's our reigning champ. Uh, you guys know him. He's been here a lot. He's earned the most points on this edition of Nerd Wars. So happy to have Darth Daddy Lunga in the building. What's up, my man? Do my best. Do my best, Andy. Busy, busy, busy as always. Watching you two. Was, good, uh, good, th good. Th there's there's dueling stuff going on about this Pedro Pascal thing, apparently. I see oh my two God. factions forming. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's, it's insane. We will talk about that on the after show, the Q&A portion. I will get all into my feelings on what Grace Randolph is doing tonight. So many people are asking, but all I will say, Lunga, is thank you for bringing it up. I was right. Fandom Wire and I, we were right. We do have good sources. Eventually, more people will figure that out. But it's just a, it just takes time, man. It takes time to build the trust back. So I'm working on it. But thank you for being here. Your best episode is what, Lunga? Uh, the Ahsoka episode, The Jedi. The Jedi. All right, you're gonna. There's the, substitute your name. Put the yes, Jedi sir. in your name there. Next up, uh, so happy to have this guy making his debut on the show. Uh, welcome, Mr. Joshua Gray. What's up, Joshua? Hello there. Good to be here, Andy, with the rest of the crew. It's a pleasure. 
I like your your space backgrounds morphing into mine. Good to- good choice. Absolutely, absolutely. Gotta bring the authenticity. Why not bring some space to our adventure today? <laughs> I love it. Uh, you've done some Mortal Kombat tournaments. I, we, people may know you on Twitter at Mr. Social, Joshua Gray, all over social, YouTube, etc. So happy to have you here. As we were talking, you chimed in and I saw you were a Star Wars fan. You were a Mandalorian fan. I said, come on in. You got here. You ready to do this? You excited to be here? I am so pumped. I am writing such a euphoric high after watching that episode but also excited to discuss and get into the nitty-gritty portions of this because i'm a creative person and i try to learn from the masters and we saw a master class in star wars in that episode so you're picking the finale it's called the uh the rescue Rescue. awesome so when you get in there you can he did all caps so put all caps the rescue you got it josh will be defending the rescue uh awesome stay tuned let's meet who else is fighting i'm so happy to have this man also make his debut here on nerd wars welcome that fat samurai guy what's up dude i love your background too you got some good there. oh yeah man Gotta represent nerd wars. Gotta represent the nerddom. How you doing, brother? Thanks for having me. So happy to have you, man. Welcome to the show. I've seen your yeah. stuff on YouTube. Uh, really funny stuff. Actually, I can do solo, right? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I've seen your stuff. Uh, very cool stuff. You you are a nerd. You know your movies. Happy to have you here. You know your Star Wars. Are you feeling good to be here and uh, to fight this? Feeling good. Feeling loosey goosey. Good. Right. See how it, works. See how it works, works out. All right. Uh, what is your episode, sir? The Believer. Ooh, yes. Bill Burr's uh, iconic episode. Yep. Uh, our, that, so far, we have three really good episodes. I don't know what else is going to happen in there, but throw in the believer on your title there so we see it. And last but not least, you guys know this man. He's been on the channel before, but this is making his first Nerd War in this version. So happy to have Danny from Geekdom 101. What is up, my man? Hey, man. So we got three rookies and one champion? Yeah. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> gonna be good it's gonna gonna be be good good to see you sir how you been i'm good man and if you want to know my episode it is chapter 14 the tragedy the return of boba fett kicking wait can i curse yeah okay i guess well rear end for the first time in decades so that's my pick Wow. All right. So we went with the tragedy. Happy to have you, man. If you don't know him, go to Geekdom 101, World of Geekdom. You've seen his stuff out there. So happy to have it. Now we have, look at these fighters all in. Change your title there, uh, Geekdom, to the all caps, the tragedy, so people know it. And now you can see what our first round will be. Now, guys, we don't typically do four on, you know, what, four, on four here. So how is this going to work? I'm glad you asked. This is going to be a four uh you know, four on four fight. All these people are going to fight. I'm going to double the clock I normally would do. It's a 20 minute battle. After 10 minutes, one of these four players will be eliminated. That person will then help co judge with me when there's five minutes, or when, sorry, when there's uh, uh, 15 minutes. Uh, how did I do the math? I, I, I have it in my head. I'll figure it out. At a certain point, that person will pause. They'll help me also eliminate another person. And then uh, when there's uh, two people left, they'll have five minutes to battle out the final what is the best episode. That person will get a point as well as an advantage moving on to three special Mandalorian bonus rounds and a special tiebreaker if we need to get there. But that's how tonight's episode is going to be. Full Mandalorian uh, fights going on all end. Uh, I thought this is actually the best. Let's really make it. Let's define what is the best episode. I'm going to be listening to all your arguments. You guys in the chat, 
you are as well. So make sure you uh, pay attention. It's about the argument, not about what your favorite is. Remember that, guys. It's not about your favorite. It's about the argument. Uh, and so that's how this show is going to work. All right. So uh, we're going to get a poll out there. Chris is going to put it near the end as at the end. But let's do this. I'm going to remove myself from this in one second. And what I'm going to do is I'm trying to I'll, I'll interject myself in as a moderator. I'll pop in and out to help sort of uh, decide. All right. Uh, let's hear from Josh. Let's hear from Danny. So that way there is some some kind of but first. Let's go around. We'll start with you, Lunga, and then we'll go down, uh, I guess, clockwise to Danny and then Mr. Uh, that fat samurai and Joshua. Each of you give her give about 30 to 45 seconds and you're opening. Uh, so make sure each of you get your opening out, and then we'll sort of free fall it, and then I'll, I'll sort of point to when whoever needs to talk and talk. And apologies in advance if I'm a little sputtery here in my hotel uh, lobby. It's more for you guys, so bear with me. I'll repeat myself if need be, but hopefully everything will look crisp and clear and good. Any questions before we begin this? We all understand this is going to work? Hmm? Well, what, what did we say opening? Just your opening argument? Yeah, just yeah. start like an opening, uh, opening argument, 30, 45 seconds-ish, so, so you guys each get a piece out. And then you'll probably go back around and get some more time, but uh, just so we each get an opening, and then I'll let you guys go at it. And now, typically, I don't want to give advice, but yeah, sometimes people gang up, sometimes they don't. Do we got to do to sort of uh, knock? The, the first step is going to be knocking one of you out, and then deciding which one is the best. And that's what I want to hear. Why is yours the best? Clear. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. I'm excited. Awesome. Thank you guys for doing this with me. Thanks for being here. Let's do it one more time. Nerd Wars is about to begin. I have 20 seconds set on my clock. I give you, I give you the, the air. 20 seconds. Oh, 20 seconds. Hold on. I'm going to reset after. The, here we go. 20 seconds on the clock. Uh, Lunga, go. All right. So my episode I'm going with is the Jedi, guys. Obviously, the one that brought Ahsoka Tano to live action. There cannot be any greater episode than this one here. We can all agree that The Mandalorian is the greatest series to come out of Star Wars since arguably the uh, original trilogy. But this one here, this specific episode here, so much happened in this episode that um, uh, put forward the plot, showed us what was going on with Ahsoka, tied it in with the prequels and the original trilogy and what she was facing, gave us insight into the into the child's name and his background, and port opened up a whole other series as well as not even get into the cinematic beauty that was this episode mixing western and kurosawa samurai all right moving on i'm doing the rescue ladies and gentlemen season two episode eight chapter 16 this is why it's the best episode four different region reasons here's the headlines one every character had a payoff every single one in that episode had a payoff Two, accomplishing such a surprise that everyone on set was so hush-hush, they did such a great job. Similar to the pilot. Such a hush-hush, well-done secret, kept secret, when it came to Baby Yoda. The music. One of the most important elements in all of Star Wars. The music transcended into a new era for Star Wars that mixed the old with the new, and it's lasting. I've been humming the tunes and thinking about the themes since the episode dropped. And finally, the rhymes. This episode, in its own self-contained story, and also what it was able to accomplish, harken back to OG George Lucas. And this proved, once again, why Dave Filoni is the protege and now should be the master. All right. My pick is The Believer. So we have the Mayfeld character played by Bill Burr, who was introduced earlier in the previous season as basically kind of a 
kind of a black and white character, basically kind of a mercenary. He gets sent to prison, and then now he gets picked up, or he gets let out for a certain mission. But before we get into it, the reason why this one's my choice is because lightsabers, you've seen them. Bad CGI Luke Skywalker that looks like a PS1 graphics game. You've seen it already. Boba Fett flying around with a jetpack. You've seen it. You've seen it all. But what you have not seen is a different side of the Empire. Something that makes you look at the Empire a little differently. Something new, something fresh. You have not seen that. Not even in the films. We're going with the Believer, baby. Am I up now? Yes, go, Danny. Okay, let's go. So my choice is the Boba Fett episode known as The Tragedy, directed by Robert Rodriguez. This episode so showed love to prequel fans, canon fans, Legends fans, and even OG trilogy fans. The return of the beloved Boba Fett doing something we haven't seen him do, and that's kick a lot of Stormtrooper ass. He wants his armor back. He got it back. It's Boba Fett, the way everyone always wanted him to be. And on top of that, brother, we got the twist ending where not only was Mando's ship destroyed, but we saw Baby Yoda, Grogu, getting kidnapped by the Empire. The tragedy had the best action, best aesthetics, best directing of any episode in this season, and it's my pick for that reason. All right. Uh, there good? we go. We got it. Now uh, Times. Now you're all in. You got your pieces out. I want you guys to sort of figure out who who's the weakest link here. Let's start there. All right, Believer, when you talked about we never seen this side of the Empire before, we need to go back in time to the TIE Fighter. I'm talking DOS video game where you flew as a TIE Fighter pilot and you got to right. see Grand Admiral Thrawn and you got to talk to him in very small text. But we got to see a level, at least a small scale level, of what an Empire life is like, what it's like to be on that side, a soldier. But I'm not counting video games. I said movies. How movies, live action. Solo kind of showed us a little bit of that. Okay, how so? Well, like early in the film, you see him enlisting in the Empire, and that shows that an average man, even a good guy like Solo, can enlist in the Empire. I mean, don't forget the conversation in Clerks. The truth is that there's people on that damn uh, Death Star that are innocent people. But uh, but one thing I will agree with you on is that it did show more of it. But I agree with nothing of it. And first of all, you're, if you're going to bring Solo into this argument and bring and bring, and bring that up as a Star Wars knowledge and lore, first of all, everyone knew anyone as a Star Wars fan knew that Han Solo was an Imperial naval officer. We knew that from source books. Well, I'm using before. a. We even got to the prequels. But as far as you know, he's saying we haven't seen the Empires. The episode I'm talking about, the Jedi, we have seen. We brought we saw another side of the Empire that we have not seen except in novelizations and a little bit in Rebels. What we heard about Thrawn being revealed. In that episode, you want to talk about different side of the episode? Grand Admiral Thawne. We're finding out a bunch of stuff when it comes with the Empire on that side right there, and that's that's just one reason why this episode is better than all of them, especially the Believer. The weak that is the weakest one you picked there, the Believer. I'm like, Bill Burr was funny. That's about that was about it. That was about the about it for the episode. You know what I mean? We we get to see Mandalorian kill a bunch of people who we realize pretty much probably good guys, uh, and he doesn't want to do. And here's the thing: can we talk about this? Uh, he removed his mask. I think that could have actually hurt the finale where he removed his mask. Why do you have to remove the mask? That's one of the best parts. Why? Why did? Why did he have to get Bill Burr if he had to scan his face to get in? But the Mandalorian could scan his face, and it worked just fine. They didn't even need Bill Burr. Well, Bill Burr didn't want to go in there because of the. Well, apparently anyone can get into Imperial uh, uh, machines Blake. without any problem. So, so. Played by Richard Blake. 
that episode also yeah. reminded us of the of Operation Cinder and the and the, the the first order by hinting at it, which reminds us of that terrible, terrible sequel trilogy. So uh that right there is enough to ugh, I don't know. Oh, man. You brought everyone, up solo. You brought up solo as a reference. So don't even everyone's an example of the Empire being, you know, not so evil, and that's the first example that popped in my head. What you know? is the worst episode out of these four? If we had to before the believer. Danny, I, I kind of agree. The believer is the worst, but they're all good. But the believer is my Joshua. Choice. The believer. Why? Ooh. Why? Guys, keep talking. Bandwagon. About, keep talking about. Oh, okay. Bring it. This side of the empire, Bring it. This side of the empire. Yeah. How many times do we have to see these guys blow up and get sniped? You know. Bring how it. Often and they got the gauntlet fodder. That was the most leverage of the episode was therapy for Bilber's character Mayfield. Okay, cool. Good side quest. Let's get straight back to the action. I think it's a little bit more than that. And I think Star Wars themselves, the, the company, people, the, the filmmakers, I think they knew there was a little bit more meat to this episode. Because, believe it or not, this was an homage to an old movie. Paul, you want to talk about homages? Buddy, yes. Buddy, the saying. Jedi's got you beat on homages. I'm just it's saying. It's got every homage you could think of in it. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. But wait, 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 wait. But Star Wars has always been known as a Western and samurai, and, and it was influenced by Akira Kurosawa. We already know that. We've seen that. We know that. The Jedi's robes are like samurai robes. Seen it already. No. However, we haven't seen Bill Burr Don't forget what Slave no, right, One did. Exorcist director directed a film, a very suspenseful movie called The Sorcerer. It came out, it got smashed when the original Star Wars film came out back in the day. And the, 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 the whole plot of that, the main meat of that movie, was a large transport of trucks and vehicles to transport explosives. And well, that's well, are we talking about another movie? We're talking movie. about the Believer because I've apparently I want to see the other movie you're talking about. But it's not mind. making me want to see the Believer. I'm just saying if, if you guys were just throwing that episode away like it was nothing, what I'm saying there is uh, importance uh, to it. Yeah, they I'm, made an homage. The whole entire episode was an homage. In this in this bag of episodes, form. though, what's up? This the, the, in, in, in this in this ranking of episodes here, yours is the runt. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. In, this whole, in, in all four of these, all of them reference the video games. They use the video games as canon. That's where the Dark Troopers yeah. came from. Yep. Right. So to dismiss yeah. the video games already, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So if you want to embrace everything or see the other side, you got to see the other side of the video games as well. Not to mention, if you, if anyone's noticed, season two, Dave Filoni, most of the, his references and Favreau they've been drawing have been coming from video games. Mm -hmm. Dark Forces on PS1. People at Lucasfilm have been there for quite a long time, yep. and those at right. Lucasfilm work on not just the films, and Dave Filoni has proven that. He has been working there creating amazing storylines for a number of different characters that kids have looked up to. I know kids that dress up as Rex for Halloween, and other kids that dress That's up as Jango Fett when I was a kid because of the Bounty Hunter video game. The Bounty Hunter video game showcased who Jang Fett really was that made his death that much more impactful and made you realize, oh, there is something deeper to the other side. So they did a great job showing the other side there. But this side mission with Bill Burr playing a cosplay sniper, it just seemed like it was a lot of the same kind of fodder happening in Star Wars once again. So I was on the edge of my seat, especially when he was there, and you get a little backstory about the, the Imperial officer play, brilliantly played by Richard Brake. You got that tension building right there, especially when Mando removing his helmet, sitting there next to him, which destroyed the, the, the fact that he removed it for Grogu. That where, that where, that, that the was the worst building? thing he could have did in retrospect. I want to know where's the tension building. 
Did you? Did your jaws? Did not? Did your oh, jaws? You know what I thought about drop. when I was watching the finale? Oh, he's gonna take off his helmet. Oh wait, he's on done Richard Bray. Did your jaws uh, not drop? Time, time's almost up on this last round because you were but, emotionally but, involved. Fat, fat samurai. What is your least favorite episode? I mean, out of these, what's, what do you think is the worst? <sighs> the tragedy. No, come on, man. Get does out. Anyone, does Benedict anyone? Does anyone? Does anyone agree with him? I think the tragedy and the believer yeah. are almost equal. Yeah. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here. No, no, no. He's got a point. He's got a point. Dark Trooper's kicking ass. Yoda, mm -hmm. Baby Yoda gets put in the damn Jedi machine. The Mando ship blows up. We see Slave 1 kicking ass. People have wanted to see that since episode 2. Right. What like we saw was the explosion of a Hasbro Indiegogo that's been selling Razor Crests for $350. And now nobody wants because the ship's gone. That's what we saw. And well, yeah, but it, again, it, it was useful for the other episodes. The CGI. Or how about how about in the entire wreckage? He happened to find a little ball. It's just so conveniently, right? Wait a minute. Did, great, great, great storytelling there. Did you say the Dark Troopers have bad CGI? Because the rescue is being criticized heavily now for having bad CGI. And they were in uh -oh. that episode, too. So, I mean, mm -hmm. uh -oh. if you're going to talk about bad CGI, it's everywhere. But this episode, the tragedy had the beautiful... The ball wasn't CGI. It was real. He huh? found it out of entire wreckage. That's the thing he found was this little tiny ball in his crater. That's believable. That 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 completely didn't suspend my belief at all. Well, I mean, this is Star Wars, bro. I mean, he survived the Sarlacc pit. You know what I'm going to tell you? I mean, why don't he just that, 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 huh? Can we can we mention can we mention Finnick Shan cartoonishly pushing a rock down? Uh, I thought that was awesome to take out a bunch of to and there's a stormtrooper just standing there watching it come at him, well, and he starts shooting it instead of could they? I mean, the, the, all yeah, right. I, the so uh, for Fat Samurai and Danny, I want to know out of the rescue and the Jedi, what is the weakest? Mm, damn, that's tough. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jedi. I'm gonna go with the Jedi. Honestly, yeah, that's my Fat choice. Samurai. The rescue. All right. Oh, so wow. Well, all right. So you're tying mm. out. What what other reason do you have to go against a Jedi other than I'm beating you? Me? Yes. Well, you're not beating me. You just talk very fast. So the reason as to why I'm picking the Jedi, nothing personal mm -hmm. against you. Oh, it's no, no, because no. It's because the rescue, I think, had more action. Because we're, we're comparing two episodes. Rescue had more action. Rescue yeah, had... Question. He says, which one was the worst of the two? You said, was mine wor better or worse than the Jedi or than the rescue? Yeah, and I'm telling you why the rescue is better. Okay, you can't be worse without the other one being better, right? And, you know, I mentioned that. I mentioned the, the big reveal at the end, all that stuff. The Jedi, what pissed me off about the Jedi is that Dave Filoni has, has such a hard-on for Ahsoka Tano, bro. It's like he wants the – it's like his fans. Well, you've been watching John Campia, apparently. Okay. Um, listen, uh, Ahsoka whoa, is one of the Whoa, whoa, whoa. Best... Let, him, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him okay. – Danny, finish. I didn't even hear what he said. What would you say? It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it just it, finish what you're going to say, Danny. Okay, what I was going to say was the episode had well, the Ahsoka Tano. Dave Floyd has a huge heart on, and that's and John Campy is right for Ahsoka Tano. He always brings her back in everything. It's this constant like sort of like he fantasizes about this woman, right? How come she's sitting there fighting in that you know wannabe Phantom Menace battle, right? And she's not even using the Force. You mean, the, you mean the Kurosawa homage that was the most brilliantly and beautifully shot scene of any episode of Star Wars, let alone just The Mandalorian? It was where you, they, it was so beautiful. That was the most, 
beautifully shot and choreographed. We had the daughter of Bruce Lee's apprentice. Are you kidding me? Who in that got fight, her fingers cut are, off. are you serious? Ha- no, 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 no. You had Diana Lee and Osanto playing Elsbeth, who could have terrible choreography. It was the best choreography ever. And let's not forget, we had Michael Bean outside. Michael Bean yeah. was it's outside. Only- can you doing a Western showdown with Mando. We had these two cinematic me? things that are intricately combined, shown in two separate areas. It was the most beautiful shot thing ever. Yes, however, ruined by the stupid standoff between Michael Bean and the Mandalorian. There's no suspense building. Have like, you not watched hold on, news memo? No based on like Bill Burr, Bill Burr sitting there about to bust a cap and the guy that killed a whole bunch of innocent people. There's no suspense building. Between Michael Bean and a guy who's got all of the armor on, what is Michael Bean going to shoot? Okay, newsflash. So take you, that you, scene out. That's you all. Know, you, you know, you know, you know what what the Mandalorian is based off of, right? Spaghetti westerns, correct? You you, you know this. I mean, if anyone who's watched shows knows the spaghetti westerns, and if you watch and if you watch spaghetti westerns, that was legit. How on. it goes down during a showdown. Their fingers were itching at the trigger. But he has armor. All you had to hear was. Not the glasses off. <laughs> Some tumbleweeds. That's all you had to hear. Listen, I know it's, it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking. I get it. It's okay. Yeah. You'll be fine. Anyway, if it's so is so good, how come she hasn't mastered the throw the lightsaber technique? She has two yes. lightsabers. She could have taken down one of the greatest uh, stunts. She didn't use the force at all. Time. Why? You know, because there up. are different forms in lightsaber battle. There are different forms. She uses. She's the dual wielder. Dual wielders don't always throw, and they use in combination of defense and offensive. Yeah, if you're, That's if you're why against, she against fights the way she does. Now, here's the thing. Behind, behind, fight over. When she was fighting Elsbeth, it was an honorable fight. If you notice, they took off the robes, they approached each other, they tested each other. There was that a fight, form to that, that battle, which was, an, uh, was supposed to be an, an honorable fight. Well, I mean, if you want to just put down all Kurosawa films and the way they battled, go right ahead. I'm sure no, no, people no. Of, of cinema fame it's called will, will disagree with you. superhero versus someone with a staff. There's a big difference. None of that's in the Kira Kurosawa. It's a Beskar staff, first of all. It's a Beskar staff. And it played a big part in this man's episode, which was pretty important. So that staff was very important. You have to do your I didn't get an answer about Michael Bean versus Mandalorian. I just did. I did. They were first of all, everyone shot at his armor. Let's be fair, okay? All right, all right, all right. Because we're I'm letting you guys all free for all so I can get yeah. it. Because you kind of are all teamed up. And now that we've heard everything out, does everyone still agree on the standings? I'm going to go around again. Worst episode, Josh, believer. Joshua, believer. Are you still going believer? Fat Samurai guy. Worst episode, the tragedy. <laughs> Tandy, which one's the worst episode? Well, I'm picking the believer, not personally, but I do think it's the least good of all these. Okay, and then Lunga, you picked believer. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm, I am going to use that, uh, whether it was strategy or not. Sadly, Fat Samurai guy, you're it's out. I don't, I don't agree with them. I don't think it's the weakest out of this bunch, but oh, uh, thank you. But based off of sort you of everyone's Ryan arguments, uh, where it went, um, I think uh, you, uh, I, I got to go with everyone's hey, there. It's so all good. Buddy. You're going to help me vote. I'm going to push you in the room. You're coming back though. Don't don't leave anywhere. But I good, have the good job. <laughs> so we have we have. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I cut them off. I, I'm still learning my buttons. Apologies. It seemed like I cut them off. Uh, all right, we have th- these three. It seems like they're going to be te- teaming up against you, Danny, already. So so I'm going to go to you first to sort of try to combat that. Do you have anything you want to say against the rescue or the Jedi? Miser's well, better. What? Wait, why, 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 why is yours better than theirs, than the rescue okay. and the Jedi? 
because when it, when it split, okay, well, my, the camera got to readjust. All right. So the reason why mine is better is what I mentioned before in my opening arguments. It brought back a character that literally everybody in Star Wars loves. It referenced the prequels with the Jango Fett quote, you know, the I'm the I'm just the man making his way in the galaxy or whatever. Uh, the idea of him hunting out hunting uh, Mando this whole time. We saw him, you know, played back to the first episode, and he also helped out in the last two episodes. He became a, a kind of a member of the crew, so to speak. Uh, it was a lot of fun. That's the bottom line. It was a fun episode. A long fight with the stormtroopers that I enjoyed very much. You know, and to me, I just had a great time watching it. It's just a great episode. I watched it twice. Um, Tamora Morrison always back getting a payday. It paid off the Ahsoka Tano, uh, you know, her mission or whatever to, to, to Mando. And like I said, his ship got blown up and uh, Baby Yoda got... You know, Grogu got got um, hijacked or whatever, or stolen. So really, this episode was kind of the centerpiece between there too, because they took Grogu away, and that led to the finale, uh, which led to that whole mission. But at the same time, they also played up what Ahsoka right. told them. So it's the only like important a, part of the episode. Gotcha. Uh, that they, they, well, they, and all they, the Boba they, Fett. They uh, um, but yeah, I mean, Boba Fett again. It, it was just a show off. It was fan service. Remember me and the fan service. We saw Boba Fett fight some stuff. Okay, cool. We got Ahsoka Fennec wasn't fan service. Uh, no, she was an intricate part of the Dave story Filoni and it set up a whole other series. Excuse me. She brought in Thrawn now into the mainstream, and we're going to be have Thrawn uh, a, a series involving Thrawn, most likely in her Ahsoka series. I don't see. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Mayfield getting his own Dave series. Right here. Uh, but but here's the thing. You can say that about the phone all you want, but the reason why you're getting the episodes you're getting is because of his lore knowledge and his lore love. Right. And is why you're getting sure. these episodes. So if you don't and like his dick love. licking, then don't like The Mandalorian because everything you're how, getting is because of him. How come it's just, it's just Mando, a soap, in the tragedy, how come Mando didn't remember to get his jetpack again? He could have got that jetpack and got the kid pretty quickly so it seemed like we had a scatterbrained mando in the middle of this fight but i don't uh, see i don't see how mando could have taken his jetpack and gone up through the atmosphere and freaking you know he's not he's he's still a humanoid character right can we mention the, how dark, he kept going back to that rock three times it took him about 10 minutes of the episode of him trying to get to baby yoda the in, dark on, troopers on the things, were able to fly into space they're not really humans mando couldn't have made it up there well they weren't in space that was the upper atmosphere yeah, well, they still in the I don't think, I don't think they, they, were still, they were still in the atmosphere. They were still in the here. atmosphere, uh, and, and Boba followed him up, and then he curved away. Uh, but you know, th we had ten minutes of Mando trying to get into that circle. We only needed it once. We didn't need it three times. It, ate, it was just a time killer. We had cartoonish, superly even worse cartoonish stormtroopers than we could think of getting rolled over by rocks. It was Austin Powers. He was watching this rock roll at him. And he's just uh, 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 all right, all right, all right. Over. Times I've given more, added more time, but the the reality, the only problem I have, Danny, is your argument. It's like you mentioned the fan favorite character and all stuff, which I feel like both the other two episodes have. Um, and so, they do. Yeah, it's, so it's hard. It's hard to figure out why that's there. And sadly, because they've teamed up against you, I'm going to take their, I their figured piece. That, yeah. But it is, even though you know I didn't like that episode, uh, I still was hearing you out. You did a good argument, but I do think you're you're arguing just from a you like Boba Fett. Um, and I think, uh, well, I, it was also had a lot of action. I mentioned the good directing and everything. I mentioned Rodriguez, and I'm glad Robert, just off the show for a second, I'm glad Robert Rodriguez is coming back to do the Boba Fett series. I didn't, that Me was too. news today. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, but regardless, it looks like we are, go you're going to help me judge now this round. So I'm putting you in the waiting room. I'm going to bring you right back. Listen, because we have to decide if it's the rescue or the Jedi. Uh, and I'm going to have both Fat Samurai and Danny come back in to help make this decision. But I want to come, uh, to you two now, uh, hitting the other one out. Why is yours 
better than the other. Let's start with you, Lunga, and then we'll go to you, Joshua, and then we'll do votes. Sure. I'm going to read uh, myself. Mine actually, mine actually, the Jedi actually set up many, many, many important, uh, tied up some loose threads, added some new mysteries, and advanced forward not just in this series but into other series that are coming. It also tie, it tied in the emotional impact of the end of Clone Wars and what we saw in Rebels and her fighting Darth Vader. And it tied in she did not want to train Grogu, she being Ahsoka, because she felt the same evil and the same hatred and fear in Grogu that she felt in Anakin, and she didn't want to be responsible for that again. We got, not to get, like I said, the, the amazing cinematography that we got in this movie, in this episode, combining Kurosawa Samurai and the spaghetti westerns to just give you a spectacular scene the tension was on point throughout the entire episode in the rescue we got uh, luke skywalker which everybody wanted to see we got luke skywalker and that's everyone started screaming oh luke skywalker and literally did not add to the story at all except that's where grogu goes it does not advance the plot anymore it's not gonna be part of the next season it was just an excitement value and it was just a member berry and it didn't really add anything other than that reaction. We also have Bo-Katan not accepting the Darksaber when she took it willingly from Sabine Wren. Uh, there's just a lot of things that didn't jive in this while, you know, in in, in the rescue uh, as far as in the Jedi, the, everything was just on point, word for word, everything we learned. She took the Darksaber from Sabine and it didn't work which is why the story is so important around that blade and why every single character's story in the rescue had a massive payoff. Koska Reeves, a side character, had a toe-to-toe battle against Boba Fett. We saw actual leadership come from Bo-Katan. We didn't see a whole lot of action from her, but when she gave that briefing, I'd follow her in a battle. Cara Dune had great moments. We had the headshot at the beginning, which was payback from Alderaan, and also a blast repeater uh, gag later on. And if you want to talk about expanding the Imperial side, we had an Imperial pilot say millions of people died on those bases talking about the two Death Stars and the galaxy cheered. Ooh, mm, there's some depth for you. Moving on to Din Djarin, what a payoff for him. Of course, the helmet moment that I'm sure you love as well. But Grogu, Grogu had seen some serious stuff for many years, but he is finally in the hands of the most important and the most validated and the best decision for who should train him. What an accomplishment. Mark Hamill was on set. And the buildup for that entire moment with the X-Wing, the green lightsaber, the black glove, the juxtaposition of Din Djarin having such a tough time with one dark trooper and how high the stakes were, how much fun uh, Moff Gideon had with his dark saber. He broke seven blades on set during the fight. And you could see him unleash that type of um, anger from an actor's point of view, but also as the character. The truth was there on that set and everything, every single episode built up to this moment and the music showcased that. Ludwig uh, Goranson does such a great job. The ominous choir, the mounting action, the dubstep droids. You think, wait, this isn't a Star Wars theme, but it builds into the Star Wars theme when Luke reveals him th- himself. And finally, this is the major point why this is the best episode is because it follows the pattern that George Lucas has created ever since the beginning and tried to replicate with the prequels, and that's how it rhymes. If there's one other character that knows what it's like to see his father's face for the first time, it's Luke Skywalker, when he saw his father's face when he was Darth Vader, and then he became Anakin again when he took off his helmet, and then he died. So Luke got to witness Grogu seeing a father figure, Din Djarin, remove his helmet and show his face. It rhymes. It rhymed from The Last Jedi, and it continues to rhyme when people who know what they're doing, like John Favreau and Dave Filoni, bring back and heal the entire saga. It was in a hole, and they brought it out, and they did it as a masterclass. All right, I'm, I want each of you 20 more seconds. Take all the Star Wars out of it. 
Take all the fan service out of it. I don't want to hear, oh, it's Ahsoka. Oh, it's Luke. Why is it a good 45 minutes of television? If I'm a non-Star Wars fan, would this episode be the one I'd watch? Is this the, is this the best? Uh, I'm just curious from that, that sake of that argument. Lunga, back to you. No, yeah, non-Star Wars fan, as far as the Jedi goes, you don't have to be a Star Wars fan to like this episode. Just like I said, the beauty of the, of the filming that was done, and, and there was not a wasted minute in the entire episode. Every minute paced towards that, that that conclusive end and just led you along this entire tension buildup the entire time. With the rescue, we didn't. We had so many minutes of watching robots march back and forth. Uh, we had a lot of wasted time. We had anime-like monologue from the villain, which was really disappointing for, for Giancarlo Esposito. He's a much better actor for them to be to reduce him to this anime style villain, you know, narrating the plot, if you will, of what's happening. Uh, but in the Jedi, there was none of that. It was no waste of minutes. The dialogue was dialogue that was needed and on point. We got to see the, the from the angles that they did and the beauty that was just a beautiful show. And you could and you know exactly it was an, a show in itself. Just this little episode. Okay, you have a fighter trying to find out some information. Another person that joins forces, they they, they defeat them, and then they win at the end. The rescue, you'd have to know the entire season, the entire episode, series of what's going on to understand that. In the Jedi, you didn't have to. You could just watch that and just appreciate the beauty of it. The Jedi rests so much on nostalgia for the movie Tombstone. If you don't have that nostalgia, Michael Bean as a character doesn't really make sense, and he falls a little flat. But because they've referenced Tombstone so heavily in that movie and a bit of a nod to the old action films, that's how the Jedi works. Other than that, doesn't really do it. The Rescue, as a self-contained story, if you change all the names, is one of the most high-stakes type of story you could tell. We are storming the castle because they have kidnapped a child. And when the big bad guy reveals, like, all I wanted was his blood, I already know all the information that I need, oh, he's not the big bad guy. Somebody else is out there dictating to him what he needs to do. But the fact that the big bad guy throughout the entire show was so scared he was ready to kill himself when somebody named Luke Skywalker showed up. That if you didn't know Star Wars, you wouldn't know anything about. He makes no sense in a self-contained story. The, the people on the he ship didn't no know sense. who that was either. And all it was was this rogue he figure, did. this mysterious figure. Giancarlo and then did. he decided to destroy the major obstacle that none of them could overcome. They had an obstacle. They were dead in the water. And here came this <clears> savior <throat> figure that was able to help them as a right, self-contained story. figure that you have no background for. Totally in a self-contained story, you'd have to know. You have to know Star Wars lore. You have to wife watch the season to understand that. All you have to understand. Filoni is the made journey. the Jedi as its own mini mini movie. It, it it had a beginning and an end, just like some of those shorts, those samurai shorts, and you you understood it perfectly. Um, and and it, that to me makes more thematic sense. It, you, it's hard to ignore. You're saying it's a storming the castle. It's hard to ignore the cartoonishly villain villainous that he was narrating what was going on. It's hard to ignore cartoonish you know, s- filling up cartoonish. So you what, know what there is a there is a bunch of dark troopers cartoonish. outside that are about to destroy you. And when they come in, there is certain death. There was an anime villain narration going on there. All right, and, all right. So time, uh, time, I got enough. I got a lot of that. Bravo. Uh, so now I brought in Danny and the Fat Samurai to help me decide who in this round. Based on the arguments, Fat Samurai, what are you based on? Uh, can you guys hear me now? What are your thoughts based on what you heard? Yeah. Again, not your your opinion, the arguments. I will go to you first. Right. Um, they both, you know, knocked it out of the park. They both are uh, two, two badasses. Uh, but I'm going to go with um, the Jedi. And what got me in the argument is, if you do take all the Star Wars lore out of it, 
everyone, casuals, people who don't know like the, the lore, and they just want to watch storytelling. And anyone can sit down and watch good storytelling, which whether it could be a Western or it could be a samurai. You don't have to be connected. The Clint Eastwood classic movies, he's the man with no name. But it's the story that drives the people to want to watch. And if you do take Star Wars lore out of it, then we have a badass, you know, protagonist basically taking on all odds to free people. And that always works. That never gets old. That's it. <laughs> and he's just getting used to StreamYard. He'll, he'll, okay. be, he'll, be back. He'll, he'll be back in. He may have lost connectivity or something. Right. There, there we, we go. go. We got back. There Sorry. Go. I'm a little little screwed. Now it's back. I heard you guys, though. Danny, uh, what's your thought? I actually am going to go. First of all, like I said, they both had great arguments. Yeah. I am going to go with the rescue, and I'll tell you why. Because you can say the Jedi is the best self-contained story if you don't know anything about Star Wars or whatever, but that's not true. In my opinion, the best self-contained story if you don't know anything about Star Wars was actually the first episode of this season because anybody can watch that without having a clue about Star Wars and get it. Whereas in the Jedi, you don't know shit about Ahsoka Tano. You don't know anything about the prequel stuff she was talking about, like, oh, he ran away from the Jedi. His name is Grogu, this and that. You don't know anything about that. You don't know anything about who Grand Admiral Thrawn is. There's people when that episode aired, casual fans who know nothing about the books, who know nothing about like Clone Wars and Rebels, who were like, who's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Like, there's no context to it. So I do think that that argument does kind of fall apart because to me, both episodes, right? I think you have to know some Star Wars. And more people have seen Return of the Jedi than they've seen the, uh, they the, see Rebels. That's a fact. So. To me, it's it, that's why that argument I think goes to to the last episode. But uh, overall, the arguments were great. Um, it's tough to pick who had a better argument um, because you both have different styles. <laughs> Y'all are different kind of debaters. So um, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, and just so we're clear, everyone can vote based off the straw poll right there. Um, I want to see what you guys think as well. You mean um, us or, or the people? The people, anybody can, you can too, but anybody. people watching. Oh, I vote for myself every time. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can't click. Uh, Chris, can you send that? That's Chris. Chris, can you send that in the private chat so I can click on it? I can't oh, click yeah. on my laptop. Um, all right. This one's tough. It's tough because you both did great arguments, honestly. Uh, however, I do think, yeah, it was weird because I, I, I was trying to see like, they're both great Star Wars episodes, right? They are, but how do they hold up without Star Wars? Um, and so that's why I wanted to ask that question at the end of who was relying more on it, Star Wars? Because you can look at this as, well, it's the best episode because as a Star Wars fan, this is happening. They're there. That character's there. But that's I feel true. like they both have that element, right? They both, whether whoever, Luke or Ahsoka, Ahsoka, who's better, I wanted to sort of strip that away of like, all right, well, we're really getting to what's the best episode um i wanted to hear what you guys thought and i do feel like in that argument i have to agree with the poll and here is the poll hold on do i have it here is it working i didn't get the vote yet uh hurry up go vote because uh i'm trying but the link is it showing there it is wow the jedi the jedi is winning the poll as well and i do it's it's by just barely uh, 59%, uh, 61%. There it goes. It's going back up 61% to 39%. Um, the Jedi is winning over the rescue. Um, and I didn't so, even get the link. 
<laughs> so uh, I got based off of the uh, the audience as along with uh, right. the ratio here. I got to sadly give this first point to Lunga. Uh, Jedi is going to win this one. Now it's not over. It's not over, Joshua. It's not over. We are now. They showed Luke, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's not over, Joshua. You still have a shot here. Okay, so now we're going into our bonus round. Okay, we're gonna have many many fights here to get through a lot of the other ones that we wanted to talk about. Right. Hold yeah. on, Look, how do I? Uh, uh, here we go. Great debate, booya, mm -hmm. uh, sus, yay! T he's playing on my my icons. Thank you, Marcos. Um, all right, now uh, Joshua and Lunga. Now you're gonna go into a uncharted territory here on Nerd Wars. Bear with me as I'm trying to click my buttons. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Hide that. Hide that. Why isn't that hiding that? Uh, how do uh, I remove a chat? Everybody, it's still uh, there. Joshua and Lunga and Fat, change your names back. Yep. Please. How do I remove? Yeah, yeah, I changed my there name okay. right when I got in here. All right, we're back in here. So now you have your names back in. All right, cool. All right, so round one is going to be up. And uh, uh, Lunga, since you won, you get to yeah. pick first. Okay? Which okay. Uh, the best uh, round two is going to be season one versus season two, which is the uh, superior season. Season two. All right, so Josh, you you have to go season one. Okay. I'm going to let you go second since he picked first. You'll be picking in round two. You still have a shot to win. There's three more questions here to earn the points. Uh, Lunga, I'm going to remove uh, uh, Danny and Samurai and Chris. You guys will help me judge those, so pay attention to the argument. Uh, we're going to start with you, Lunga. This one's going to be a three-minute round, so try to do this quickly. Um, so we can get through these fast. Three minute round uh, total or three minutes total, each? Total, total. Total, okay. So uh, 10 seconds. Ready? Go. All right. So season two is just way better than season one. For one, for, for Right off the bat, the easiest simple reason is they've all learned. They've all learned and they've gotten better at it once we get to season two. So right, get that off the, right off the bat there. They got better when they got to season two. Um, other than that, we had just way more plot progression. Uh, we had way more um, uh, character development. Joshua. Uh, Mandalorian. Why is season one better? Season one is better because one, they had to do all the heavy lifting, but once they did, they established characters that changed the culture and the conversation around Star Wars. The hardest thing to do for J.J. Abrams back in 2015 was to lift Star Wars past the prequels, and unfortunately, the sequel trilogy fell flat on his face. So if you could imagine the sheer daunting task to go, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do it my way, said John Favreau and Dave Filoni, and they did it in such a way that now people are talking about Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian and seeing all sorts of these different characters that are new to Star Wars, yet recognize and respect the history of Star Wars. And to be able to accomplish that in one season, at the same time launching a streaming service, one of the toughest tasks in all of Hollywood, and they did it amazingly. Lunga, response. Uh, I mean, while I mean, there's gotta, you gotta start somewhere, right? I understand that part there, but that doesn't make it a better season. Um, what it does is it just shows us that they've grown and gotten better at it, and that's why season two was just far and above much better. Um, not to mention, I can, I could probably, I would say there could be at least three to four episodes that I said were really weak in season one. In season two, honestly, if I had to be completely honest, there's only one episode that was weak, and everything else, every there was no filler episodes. Everything else from from episode three on up was beauteous well the filler episodes you mentioned people will say filler i say it's another step in the journey especially if you grew up playing video games in the world of star wars and knights of the old republic the ultimate thing about season one was to establish 
the connection between Baby Yoda and Mandalorian, but also how much of a larger world this world was for the Mandalorian. The bounty hunter world, the guild world, establishing in an already established universe that was more grandiose when it came to Coruscant and the large planets and the Skywalker story. They were able to capture our imaginations within the world of Star Wars that other people attempted to do with Solo, with Rogue One, and they were able to capitalize on fan service, but not generate something new that still felt right to what was happening in the past. Season two suffered from too much of repetition. Okay, we gotta get Grogu to the Jedi. We gotta get Grogu to a Jedi. We gotta get Grogu to a Jedi. Where season one was, we have to survive and then figure out what's gonna happen next. And the growth was way bigger for the characters in season one, especially because of the armor and the use of armor and watching us grow with those characters as well. I gotta say, I, Lunga got me with uh, bringing you guys back in, uh, Fat Samurai and Dan, you're back in. Lunga got me with the uh, fact that, yes, better, maybe better episodes that, you know, after they earned it, but Josh's They Did the Heavy Lifting is still sticking with me on top of the fact that he made a very good point of the original characters after sequel trilogy that that's a lot of heavy lifting that i think is not fair to just be like yeah yeah but cool it got better uh i'm leaning towards josh uh danny and fat samurai do you have any disagreements i was gonna add to, to that uh the heavy lifting was really because okay i agree look i'm gonna say this season two did have better episodes season two was a better season overall but the argument is tremendous it's because season well, no, what I was going to say was with season one because they literally, in a way, may have saved Star Wars because people were trashing off Star Wars after the sequel trilogy so badly. And this show with, with Grogu, Baby Yoda, literally flipped it to where now, if season one had, had been a failure, there'd be no season two, right? Season one was successful. Right. And I feel like it just flipped everything because now everybody's so hyped up for the future seasons and all this new, these new movies and TV shows. So I think the heavy lifting is even more than we're even realizing right now, if I'm being real with you. But like I said, I agree season two did have better episodes, but so it's really tough. But it, it, this thing flipped Star Wars, if you ask me, this whole show, season one and two. I just, in terms of Josh's argument, I just liked what he said. Kind of was a better argument, in my opinion. Yeah, I got to go. So, Josh, you're back up. It's two to one to one. We're back right. in the fight. All right. So, uh, bringing you bad guys back in in a second. Hold on as I do this. We're going now to round two. Here we go. Now, uh, Josh, you get to pick first since Lunga picked first on that round. Uh, should Luke have been recast instead of the CGI portrayal we got of him? What would you like to pick? I select that no he should not have been recast i select okay. the cgi all right and so lunga you're you're keeping the uh you you would, would have recast him you can tell us who yes. you would have recast it would have been version yes. uh we'll start with 10 seconds each and the time will start now go ahead josh okay the reason why you use the actor mark hamill is because that man is luke skywalker he brings the gravitas and also with the amount of bs that happens in the world of hollywood this man has gone on to perform in so many different realms in so many different ways with voice acting, et cetera. 
for him to come back and show the world prime Luke, Luke that had been in Legends and part of our zeitgeist as deep Star Wars fans, we read the books, was a massive payoff, not only for him as a character, but for him as a performer and an actor. And that's why they should not have recast him. It should have been Mark Hamill, and that's why we have such a payoff. That'd be great if it was Mark Hamill, but it wasn't. It was a very bad uh, Battlefront Two Mark Hamill that we got. Uh, it was a CGI Mark Hamill. It was not Mark Hamill. Uh, I know he's on the set. I know they have credits because they have to give credits if someone's involved. But that was not Mark Hamill we saw. It was a very, very bad CGI, which we've seen better CGI in Star Wars than that. I, this one was just really bad compared to that. Uh, the reason why you recast is because here's the thing. If people want to see more Luke Skywalker, okay, they're not going to want to watch this badly CGI'd Luke Skywalker going forward. Everyone wants more Luke Skywalker. I'm talking right now. People want to see this. And he needs to be recast. When you have a younger one, you just need to recast. That, that That's what happens when we move on uh, in time. And you're, you're never going to be able to have... Mark Hamill can't do it. He can't play a younger Luke Skywalker. And to me, I felt that that even hurt the, the episode. The fact that they CGI'd him in when they could have had someone like a Sebastian Stan, which people are craving to have, that not only your guy Hamill already said he would love him to replace him, and Stan said, I would love to do it. They started joking around on Twitter, calling himself a father and son on, on Twitter. Uh, they were related. They're both into it. Hamill endorses it 100% that he could take over. And if people are that stuck on Mark Hamill that they don't want to see Luke Skywalker played by anybody else, even though Mark Hamill himself is endorsing it, then you're just really stuck on nostalgia at that point point. don't really care about new Star Wars stuff. For this decision, for this cameo, for this story, for this moment... It was the best decision to have Mark Hamill and to use his voice. I'm sure it was him performing with his voice pitched up higher as a performer. I don't think they had to go through systems to up pitch his voice because he's a professionally trained, amazing voice actor. But years from now, I know that I would feel, man, that scene was amazing, but I think it would have been better even if it was a CGI Luke. And I think John Favreau and Dave Filoni knew that. They're like, years from now, people are like, it was great, but what if, what if it was, even if it was bad CGI, because this is Star Wars, you can always go back and make the CGI I, And because better. this is Star Wars, guess what else you can do? You can have a voice actor do a different voice and a different person in the costume, a la Darth Vader. You had two different people playing Darth Vader. You could have easily had Sebastian stand in there and dubbed in Mark Hamill's voiceover, at least for this episode. Episode to do get that nostalgia and have Mark Hamill involved and have a Sebastian Stan who he says he endorses to take over for him as Luke Skywalker and he could have still did easily did a voiceover and the voiceover would have done uh, way better than the CGI. You could the, the mouth didn't even move with the voice. I mean, let's if be they do, if they do a season or an, a story with with Mara Jade, cast Sebastian Stan. I get it, but for this moment, this was the best decision and what a payoff right. with Mark Hamill. All right, bringing in my audience back, my uh, fellow judge. Uh, we're going to start with you, Fat Samurai, first. What do you think, based on those arguments, who won that one? Whew, again, you guys are kicking ass and taking names. Let's see. Well, y'all didn't like the Believer, man? Come on, man, the Believer. <laughs> I, I like oh, the Believer. Have, don't worry, we oh, have man. a disclaimer after this. I, love, hey, I already beat great you. Episode. I can say I love the – it was a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, li I think I liked it better than the finale, I would say, too. But anyway, I'm an Air Force we're, we're, veteran. The dialogue in that scene was therapeutic. Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, you guys, I, I think you guys, so you threw him under the bus early because you knew it was, it was hard competition. But anyway, well, he, meant, yeah. he said it's okay. video games. And I'm like, I, I already weakness, knew. I already but knew. I love you, bro. Uh, I love the episode. Yeah. But based <laughs> off of this, uh, that fat samurai, what do you think based on these arguments? Um, uh, let's see. Going to have to go with Lunga. What, what was it about Lunga's that swayed you? Uh, it was when he mentioned uh, how they. I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. I fan. I I did fanboy out when I saw Luke CGI Luke. I did. I was like, oh man, and it's almost as good as the Believer, man. I mean, it's almost as good. No, I'm just kidding. And then, um, 
I, I you know, I fanboyed out, but then over time, looking back on it again, I was just kind of like, something doesn't <laughs> look right, right? And uh, Lunga really hit it home. I think Sebastian Stan being that you know, un, you know, disrobing, or taking the hood off, and it being him, it looks just like Mark Hamill, and having Mark still do voice acting for him. I think that's. I think that would have worked just as good as probably probably better. But Danny, what I do you think? Thought, I never it's thought weird. about it that way. It's weird. So. I'm still hung up on the idea of Sebastian Stan doing it with Mark Hamill's voice. That that's throwing me. But Danny, what do you well, think? Just for this moment, not for, for a series. I don't know, but just right. for this moment. Right. No. And that was kind of it. Is I kind of agree with like Lunga's a great debater. Uh, I kind of agree with what Josh said though, just as far as agreeing with him in the sense that if for future episodes or future shows, if they do like a a, a solo, which they might actually do a solo Luke show. Sebastian would be fine, but for this moment, I feel like they felt that they owed it to the fans to give them the authentic, genuine article. That's You know what I mean? So if we're talking about should Luke be recast in the future, fine. But for this one episode, I think it was one of those, like, they probably thought about this. You know, they debated about this. They're like, how are we going to do this? And I think they came to this conclusion because they felt the technology was there and they wanted to actually use Mark. And they also, Mark himself was doing so much complaining about The Last Jedi Maybe somebody at Disney said, "You know what? Let's throw him a bone. Let's throw him. Let's give him the real Luke." The so, line that Luke says, "Talent without training is nothing." <laughs> Where you say Sebastian's not a trained actor? No, he's no, 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 he's calling talking. out. He's calling out the, the sequels. Call, yeah, I'm. Calling. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I can't. You should. I didn't get that at the time, but I got. I'm I'm leaning where Danny's going. I, I think yes, it was very close, Lunga. But I think just the respect in this one instance. Uh, it does. It does lean me there. Uh, you know, I've won every poll, right? Did you, <laughs> uh, it does lean me there. Poll, yeah. We are well. It's two to two, right? Or it's one to one right now. Sorry, so one this to is one. the next one. One to one. One to one. So yeah, I gotta. I gotta go with uh, Joshua's argument that. So it's two to one. You have to get this one longer to to, to f- prompt the tiebreaker. Um, the next one is. Wait. So you decide the winner. Or it's the poll. What? Were you didn't you? What did you pick? Didn't you pick Josh, Danny? Well, I did, but the you and me, you and me are the two out of three. I use the poll as it help, but it's just. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought the poll people decide. If, if the Luke poll does it, then we're then we're tied, and it makes then we're tied, and it makes it more even more complicated. So it's the so, popular vote against electoral college. Best okay. out of three, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Uh, hey, that, I'm a I'm a professional judge. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> <Electoral>. <laughs> All right, round three. Or sorry, round four. Best side character. Now, this can't be Baby Yoda, and it can't be Mando. Obviously, they're main characters. Uh, between you two, who is the best side character? It can be anybody else who was in at least like a episode, maybe two, but supporting character on this show. Who was the best side character? I'm going to both say uh, uh, I'm going to count to three, and you both can say at the same time. If you pick the same person, well, uh, whoever said it first. Are you ready? One, two, three. Mayfield. Cara Dune. Oh, great. Two different people. All right. Uh, so I heard Mayfield first. Lunga, you're up. Why is May- That's Bill Burr's character. Why yeah. is Mayfield the best supporting uh, side um, character? Uh, if he's not from Star Wars, first of all, he, he slammed Star Wars. And they said, that's exactly why we need you uh, here is because you slammed it. And he brought a freshness to it. And not only did he bring a freshness to it, he had his humor, but it wasn't like overbearing, uh, his humor in it. And on top of that, that episode, you know, we talked a lot of crap about that episode in the first round, but his acting in that was spectacular. I, 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 I love Gina Carano. 
I, I have I have her picture popping up on my stream all the time. I love Gina Carano, but she needs a lot of work on her acting still. She still needs a lot of work on her acting. She's very stiff. Um, the character could be kind of cool, but her she's not she's not selling me on it as the best supporting character. Um, the side character. I, I Joshua, all right, go. We'll loyalty. come back to you. Loyalty. You know, um, as as the character within the the narrative of the story, you have somebody who answers the call when Mando comes, and she answers the call when the New Republic comes. You know how hard it is to start a new government. <laughs> so when these rangers are trying to be selected, I see somebody who didn't want to be involved in this type of way of life, now is coming back to this way of life because of the inspiration of Mando, the child, the village that they helped, and seeing her develop into a character where, yeah, her acting is not the strongest uh, tool that she brings the tool belt but her physicality her fighting skills and also the way that everybody on the set feels like hey this is a respected member of our team outside of what type of debacles you want to say on twitter we're here to put on a great show and we're here to support each other and to see that type of support happen amongst the cast even on social media reminds me that this is a character that they're invested in as well and i want to see her continue to grow yeah. and also she I, th has I think you're gear i think you're gearing this more towards sympathy towards gina carano than you are the cara dune being a good character I, uh I, she's the same in every episode her her physicality is great but it's great as a background character not as a side supportive character it's a background character this person's seen a background doing crazy stuff right uh but not as not as a side character as a side character she's the same you time you see her she says a different type. she's oh she's now she's the marshal but she's the same person she's been she has not changed at all and then her her laser a laser gun jams and I, I, I mean i know it may not necessarily be her fault but she didn't sell it on me uh it on on, on it jamming it just it, it again she needs a lot of work B mm -hmm. bill burr man how is this man going to come in there and deliver the most emotionally powerful scene that we have seen and what even before you even said any words just look on his face when he was talking to his, his previous boss, and he he gave all the emotion we felt with all these people, on, we're talking, people talking about the, from the Imperial side, his side on the Imperial side, how many people, his brothers and arms were dying because of this, and the power and impact of that moment was stronger than anything Cara Dune has done. Cara Dune is a shock trooper that didn't want to go back into the world, but she was inspired to do so again. You may not see it as much of an outward emotional presentation because, again, that's not her strength as an actor. But in the moment when she shot that pilot in the face, it felt like she was pulling that trigger for all of Alderaan. And that takes skill and a depth of character of growth, and that's what we've seen in two seasons. Uh, good fight. Uh, you both you both did the wrong one. It was Kawhi, the Ognaught, Nick Nolte's character. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what a great! No, there's so many good characters. You both picked great characters. Uh, all right, uh, I, I gotta say, based on the arguments, I do think Lunga got that one for me. Um, yeah, I, I thought agree. Uh, Mayfield is incredible. <laughs> and, and right at the end, when you were like, "Oh yeah, she got that shot for Alderaan," no, Mayfield got a way better shot off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, she, but good. I mean, she but let him go. But she she let Mayfield go. She, she did. She did. So, uh, Danny, do you have a thought on that one, or uh, do you agree? Because he's going to be in Rangers of New Republic. That's why. As, as much as I agreed <laughs> the last round with Josh, I'm going to go with Lunga. Come, I totally agree with everything you said on this one. Cara Dune is nice, but that Bill Burr episode, bro. They literally did a Django Unchained, and he's freaking Doctor King. They went in there, and that yeah. was so unexpected. They're having that conversation. <laughs> boom, boom, 
Boom. That was one of my favorite moments of the entire season. That Stormtrooper standing there, like, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Held it a tray. <laughs> Bro, the, and the, the truth is that, and look, I'm going I'm to shoot for a minute. This was very hard to do because I literally love all these episodes for, for different yeah. reasons, including The Believer. I loved it. They And then when he freaking fires the blast from the helicopter, whatever the hell, from Slave One, like, or whatever the ship was, and it blows up, it was just... Oh man, it was it was so satisfying. So Kara Dune, I think, will shine more in her own show if Gina Carano can act better. Um, but to me, the Bill Burr thing was just, dude, it was it was cathartic, dude. I loved it. And then they let him go, which is the, the best. Rock got part. better at acting. Gina Carano can get better at acting. It's true. She, look, I, I, no disrespect yeah. to Gina. We all like no, Gina, I, but I, I, I think Gina even Manson. she'd admit, you know, she's still working on it. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. admitting she's learning every day on set. All right. Yeah. Well, that makes us a tie. That puts us in a tie. So we have a fun tiebreaker here. I'm going to put it up here so you guys have a minute to think about it. Best Baby Yoda moment, and it can't be the finale where they touch faces. Can't be that one. That one's too easy. Best Baby Yoda God, moment so through the whole se- both seasons. <laughs> This is for all the marbles. What um, is the best Baby Yoda moment? When he turned his head. Oh, um, I mean, we can throw some ideas, but don't hold on. So you guys hold on before wait, they say I only, I only can pick one. We all, one. we all pick one? <laughs> no, no, just them. You're going to have, they, oh, they're Jesus, still, this is for their final. so many. But you can um, think of yours too. After this is over, we'll all talk more. But, yeah, I've got one. Uh, I've got okay, one. save it. But Joshua, you got, Joshua's got one. Lunga, you got yours? No, I'm still thinking. Uh, <laughs> there's well, so right. many dude i'm gonna i'm gonna count to three and then uh you guys are gonna say them if he says his and you don't you say yours and you're gonna have to figure one out three two one the, the response to his name from mando Ooh, two good those are good ones good you, i was thinking you the picked the, you picked a better one <laughs> <laughs> i didn't hear you no. lingo what, what did you say the eggs the eggs no don't was... give it i i didn't hear that come on i didn't hear that lunga well i'm not gonna no everyone else heard uh, it there i'm not gonna no, play that don't don't uh don't give in yet the round hasn't started i want to hear a fight you still have no, a chance no, no, no. Here. I, you, I never give in are you kidding me right, here no. we go so we got three minutes in the clock best baby yoda moment we have joshua picked hearing grogu and uh, lunga picked eating the eggs here we go three minutes of the clock uh go josh joshua this child has been seeing throughout the galaxy so much suffering so much death far removed from the jedi council 50 years ago a little bit less okay nobody knows who he is he's just a number to the empire until through the force ahsoka tano is able to communicate to him and feel the suffering and understand that she doesn't want what happened to Anakin where him being ripped away from his parents happened to this child as well. And so when she tells the Mandalorian his name is Grogu, and when we as an audience feel like, oh, what? I don't know how I feel about that name. We're all trying to process it. And so is Mando, and he said it out loud. And when he said it out loud, you could almost feel this sense of relaxation and calm and comfort wash upon Grogu as he looked up to his father figure Mando. And then he said it again, and then he goes, Batu, you know, the communication, the All physicality, right. using a puppet yeah, got was it. beautiful. It was oh, a great, I mean, yeah, that, it, it was a great moment. It was a great moment, and at, we had plenty of great Yoda, mo- uh, baby Yoda moments, uh, Grogu moments, if you will. Uh, but to me, the one with the eggs is much more, I'll tell you why, because A, it shows multiple facets. It shows uh, his childlike behavior. Um, it also shows how dark he can be 
because he's done it multiple times. And it ties into what Ahsoka was saying about how there's there's fear in him, there's a struggle in him, which ties into the moment you're talking about. The reason why he's so scared to leave him, uh, Mando is because he loves him, and that could cause a problem with him learning to be a Jedi because of his attachments. So if anything, the eggs even highlights yours, and yours wouldn't have him on the impact if it wasn't for the fact that he was doing the stuff what he was doing with the eggs in that whole episode with him eating it. Not only was it hilarious, but it also make us say, oh my God, it's Darth, Darth, Darth Baby Yo-Yo. Uh, it was just, it, it was hilarious, it was poignant, and it also showed a lot of uh, uh, facets to him that we didn't see. Kids eat eggs, kids are hungry, so they're going to eat stuff. Right? Raw uh, eggs, I'm, they're just going to grab raw eggs? Yeah, I didn't feel, uh, <laughs> when you, what, he's been eating raw frogs, what's, what's the difference between eggs? It's only a time difference, right? Look at the frog lady, he's like, oh, this is a mature frog, I can probably eat this. His instincts were taking over. But that's why you have an adult and a parent to help, you know, understand how the galaxy works. It was a nice moment, sure, but the sheer therapeutic connection amidst all the strife that he had seen as a young child. Hell, he probably had to escape during the time that Anakin Skywalker was killing all the younglings. Maybe he got stashed into R2-D2, and that's how he was able to get out of there. But that moment where a child hears its, its name out loud from somebody that he trusts and loves... It's yeah, he's 50 years old. He's 50 years old. Gilbert. He's 50 years old. Uh, the, the, <laughs> he's 50 years old. He's the, the child, the child, the child. He's 50, okay? I have a really believe, I honestly time. believe yeah. he's playing a Yoda where Yoda pretended to be old. He's pretending to be little. And I don't even think he's actually that little. I think he's a devious little MFer. And that's why he was doing stuff with the eggs. Why it's so hilarious that what was going on with the eggs because it shows that he has a dark streak in him. And it was continuing on other stuff. It ties into everything. Stealing the cookies from the kid. Force choking Cara Dune. I mean, he would. This he's a homicidal maniac. And that <laughs> All just right. adds Every day you're gonna some hilarity to last it. Meal, enjoy it. Eggs, macaroons. <laughs> Look, I think uh, I think Josh gave a great opening, but I did. I really liked Lunga's follow up. He did bring up an interesting follow up of the fact that it, it does sort of. You don't get that moment with him with saying Grogu if you don't have the moments like the eggs, and the eggs really is that sort of hilarious kid like, but dark. It is a dark, crazy moment. Uh, Fat Samurai, I'll go to you first. Based on those arguments, what did you pick? Uh, at both great again. At the beginning, it was uh, Josh. It, at the beginning, it was Josh. I, I liked because I because that would have been my pick. That would have been my pick. Uh, but then Lunga man, he like killed it second half. I was like, yeah, you know what? He is kind of like fifty something years old, and it, you know, it was just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, all right, that's a good argument. <laughs> Time is relative. Let's put poll up, Chris, for this last one. Chris, if we have it, I don't have it already for the for a quick tiebreaker poll because this is for all the marbles. I want to make sure the audience gets to vote. Uh, Danny, what do you? So you're giving Lunga that point there? Okay. Uh, yeah. Danny, where do you stand on this? No, I mean honestly, it's neither one for me. For me, it was when they threw the can or whatever. That was my favorite. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think see, it's tough because Lunga made a slightly better argument. I would say. But the moment that Josh picked was much more heartwarming, even though he was 50 years old. That's true. Uh, and that's a, the best argument that, that was made in this whole thing. So I think, like I said, debate-wise, like I think Lunga won the debate. But I think that personally, I probably think that the, 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 the name moment was probably a little bit more powerful, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. I'm, 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 do, I'm so did I. Gonna, I said he picked a better one. <laughs> uh, all right, good. I'm. Uh, I'm. Let's let the poll. We're gonna get. Here's the poll. I'm not voting on this one because I'm gonna see what the audience says based off of the audience poll here. Uh, guys, you have. It's still very early in the poll, so go check it out again. Um, let's see how the votes come in because I do want to incorporate our audience into this show. Oh, hold on, sorry. Uh, share screen. Here it comes. As we're getting in these votes, they are coming. Boom. 
It's close, you know, it's going back and forth. Yeah, everybody's everybody's popping in now. More people are voting on this last one. Boom, a wrong one. Stop, share, sorry, share the, here we go, share, it's this one, I hope. No, go away. I want that one. I I got got it, I think I I got it up, hold on. Hold on, share screen, here we go, share screen, I got it now. I had two tabs open and I couldn't, I'm I'm not on my fast computer here. Here we go. Uh, Lunga, ooh, ooh, it's it's inching. We need a few more votes. 11 to 8. That's not close enough for me. Even though it looked, yeah, it's 11 votes for Lunga, 8 votes for Josh. Nine um, up now. Now, oh, 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 this is better than the election. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, neck and neck. it is neck and neck. All right, I'm going to give yeah. it 30 seconds and I will come back and check the poll. Cool. Uh, and then we will dim. dim. I mean, so now's your chance to go Guys, vote. While you're voting, you've got to remember. Who here is making their own Mandalorian helmet? Okay, just remember that oh, cheap, when you're voting. Cheap way to do it. When yeah. you're voting, okay? Who, who here is only just a couple <laughs> steps ahead compared to the rest of us? Yeah, okay. Well, see, here's where I <laughs> Yo, just show my cards. Who's your, who's your reigning champion? Okay. <laughs> to show my cards, Longa did have it. I think uh, I think Joshua picked the better Joshua scene. Yeah, now. he did. Joshua winning now. I'm serious. Uh, I'm going to check it no, in he 10 is. seconds. Yeah, he's up. He's up Joshua one, picked the best scene, what, but Longa did make a strong argument. But I, I'm gonna, I, like I said, I'm going to give this one to the audience poll. Uh, at a time. You're going to give it to the audience poll, the one audience poll I'm going to lose? All oh, the my God, he's listening to him. He's, and no matter what I do, Lunga hates me. This is the only one you want. And wow, yeah, the poll has swapped over to Josh. I gave the time. I gave it to the audience, and he's up by three. Uh, I got to call it. Joshua All wins. votes wow. matter. Did we get all the votes? I think we need to go check. Go check the yeah, all the votes. Okay. Was there mail-in votes? Bravo. Joshua comes in and unseats the champ. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Now I got to say it because Matthew said it. He said, if Lunga says stop the vote, I'll die. Stop the vote! (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lunga's our our leader, but not the champion. Soon, I'm hoping in January, we'll finally have our all winners coming back to finally decide who who gets the champ belt. So that'll be the official champ. Uh, you'll get to hold the paper belt in the meanwhile. Uh, but Joshua, you won. You won this Mandalorian fights. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, you get to do the first plug as the winner. Uh, where where can people find you? What do you want to mention to the audience here that are watching? Everybody can find me on all the social media networks, channels, Mr. Joshua Gray. I'm live on YouTube sporadically throughout the, the week. I always do a vlog on Mondays, and I do a report typically on Fridays reviewing one of my favorite episodes of the week. It was The Mandalorian. We'll find a different show. So catch me live streaming. Support the channel, Mr. Joshua Gray. Thank you. Good work, man. Uh, welcome to the show. Come back anytime, man. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Glad we got you in there. Lunga, Thank though, you. You, uh, you are so close as our yes, leader still. Yes, yes, no, it was, uh, Where can uh, people uh, find you? It was a good loss. I, I I don't mind losing that way. Congratulations, Joshua. You did a great job. Uh, yeah, great council, guys. If you don't know, right, obviously, you're a great council. Uh, we're there every Tuesday through Friday with the midday mashup, and then we do D and D on Tuesday evenings and some other fun stuff there. So, great council on YouTube. Give us a follow over there. Bravo, and then Mr. Danny over at Geekdom 101 and World of Geekdom. Welcome back. I got to get you back on this. You're always fun. Always so fun to have you. Anything you want to say? Uh, as far as plugging goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Geekdom 101 is my main channel, but 
I don't really talk Star Wars on there. It's mostly Dragon Ball content. Um, I have like over 2,000 videos on just that franchise alone. And then World of Geekdom, my second channel, that's where I ramble about whatever. It's not really, the videos aren't really edited or anything like that. I just ramble about whatever's on my mind, whether it be Mandalorian reviews or movie reviews or just stories in the news or whatever, uh, to real life stuff and stuff I've dealt with, like actual trauma and life and issues and, you know, um, advice and just kind of my experiences. So it, it really is a, a big hodgepodge of content on there um, on World of Geekdom. So that's where you can find me at, those two channels. Love it. Thank you for being here. Always good to have you. And then fine, last fantastic. but not least, we have That Fat Samurai Guy. Uh, you'll be back too. I know it. Uh, you were fantastic. Where can people find you, sir? At That Fat Samurai Guy. It's the same everywhere, my brother. Facebook, Instagram, YouTubing, New Boot Goofing, Electric Boogaloo, all that good stuff. Don't forget to check out the Movie Dojo series, martial arts films, action extravaganza, movie reviews, live streams, discussions, live Q&A. And don't forget to also check out our brand new series, Is It Really That Bad? Where we take a look Ooh. at, we, excuse me, where we take a look at films that either fail financially or were panned critically. And we ask the question, is it really that bad? So check that out. Brand oh, new series. That sounds fun. I, I, I'd love wanna, to join. I'd love to join one of them. Yeah. You guys are welcome, man. You guys are yeah, welcome. Me, let me know when you get that going. I'd love to join. Oh, yeah. I've got fun. a lot of I got a lot of picks for you, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it. Well, there you have it. We're gonna. I'm going to be here talking to you live. These guys will stick around for another couple of minutes at least or as long as they want, but I'm going to keep going for a little bit. If you watched this, I missed the replay. Uh, we are here live every Thursday typically, but I did Monday. Apologies to Jody. I know Jody was there out there doing his own thing. I try not to compete, and I didn't mean to, but it's been a crazy week. So thank you guys for watching this special Monday Mandalorian fights uh, because Thursday's Christmas Eve. For those that celebrate, enjoy. Enjoy your week. We won't have a Nerd Wars this week, uh, but you had one today. So thanks for watching, everybody. Make sure to subscribe, hit that button. Lots more in tune. My Wonder Woman review tomorrow. And then Saturday, we're doing a special episode, another special uh, uh, Nerd Wars here, where we will be doing Wonder Woman fights. Everyone will have the chance to see it on Friday. Uh, and then Saturday evening, you can come debate with us. We're going to come up with some similar topics. Uh, I hear it's actually mixed. I hear some people, a lot of people have been kind to it. But we'll see. So tune in next Saturday. Join us here on Nerd Wars. If you're watching live, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, in the meanwhile, that's all I got for you i'm gonna cut to my end screen because i don't know how else to uh show my i mean cut to my my space screen because i didn't put my uh my end screen video in here so hold on one second uh there it should click on these videos thanks for watching everybody if you're watching live don't go anywhere we'll be right back And we're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome. All right. So I want to just quickly thank everybody here. Let's throw Chris in the mix. I'm going to split that later so people won't see this part unless they're a member or unless they're watching right now. But there we go. We've got a packed house. Bravo, everybody. That was a fun job. Thank you for bearing with yeah, me on this crazy, crazy week. Uh, so I stick around for a little bit just talking. You guys can bail at any point, but I want to at least thank you before you, you went. Um, how? Any questions, thoughts, feedback on how that went? I, I thought that went pretty well. It went well. It went good. Yeah. I liked it. It was Long tough. Ago. I you like guys, all those episodes, man. All of them. I know. You guys are professionals. You're professionals. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to say thanks for I making the arguments. Mouth. You know, I loved every single episode. And yeah. I'm I'm so in love with this show. Yeah. The, the finale what? is one of the... What does I say? What, though, is the worst episode? Second one. You know, every, Total or just the season? Whole, all of them. The all of them? 
The gunslinger. The first one with Amy Sedaris. The gunslinger. Yeah, it's the Amy Sedaris one with. Uh, it's Amy Sedaris one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. that, that yes. was the one when he would with, with Toro with the bounty hunter. That's the second he, episode where, of season where, where yeah. one. The gunslinger. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where he shoots Fennec Shan in the stomach. It sort of yep. pays off near the end, but man, that that mm -hmm. hitman guy was yeah. the worst actor yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. Was, was it Calican or something like that? Calican, something like that. He's a son of a actor. I forget the actor's name. He's an Ant Man, um, but it was his mm. son. I, you know, they probably got him on a discount rate. <laughs> but it's, it's Walton Goggins' kid. <laughs> it, it's tough that would be because, weird. You know, one one element like that, everything can be perfect. But if you have one yeah. character or one cast yeah. that's off, it's just that's all everybody remembers. You know, um, yeah. but they they powered through it. And Dave Filoni is also was getting used to live action directing. So if it takes one bad episode to work through the kinks, okay, all right, I get it. So I guess the only good thing about that episode is the the hint of Boba. Not now that we know that it's Boba Fett, mm -hmm. uh, and I was so sure it wasn't him. I'm like, there's no way they're doing this. There's no yeah. way. I I thought it was Grief Karga during season one. I'm like, it's got to be Grief Karga. There's no way they they're gonna do that. Yeah, it is Mandalorian crazy. And they bring Boba Fett in. No way. It's crazy <laughs> expectations after one. We're like, they're not going to, maybe they'll bring back one. And then season two really did become like, you get this guy, you get this guy, you get this. Like they really unleashed them all. And I'm yep. surprised because I, I do, I'm, I do think it was maybe too much fan service. Um, like my one complaint about Mandalorian right now and the fate of Star Wars is like, I, I'm trying not to complain because it's like, all right, finally, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Like that was good. I'm not trying to be the cynic here, but it's like, that's a lot of Star Wars shows they have on deck. <laughs> it's like no. it's a lot of episodes of TV to deliver, and that is a hard thing to keep interesting. Like the CW hasn't been able to do that. Like it, when you when you the excess of like we need more, we need more, we need more can constantly ruin and bring down a show. So water, it, it's about watering it down. And I want to say something that I'm glad you brought up. As much as I love this show, there is a concern here because really, in many ways, that we're kind of getting a little bit of that Phantom Menace syndrome uh, and uh, the, um, what do you call it, Force Awakens syndrome in that they're doing a lot of nostalgia bait. Even like with Ahsoka Tano, that's nostalgia for the kids that grew up with Clone Wars. So if every episode is going to bring in a new character, a Boba Fett, a Luke, all that stuff, I'm hoping that for season three, it's less episodic. This, this series was very, this season was very episodic until about halfway through. I'm hoping that for season three, if they do focus on the siege of Mandalore or the freeing of Mandalore, that it's more like an overarching story and less like, hey, look, we're bringing this person back, that person back. Like, yeah. just have it be Bo and Mando and, you know, maybe a couple more Mandalore. Maybe even Boba helps this, out. But you could tell this was to set up other series, right? It we, was corporate. We, we, Bo, we got Boba to set up the Boba Fett's Book of Boba. We got uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka to set up the Ahsoka series. I will argue Cara Dune and Mayfield were to set and up Luke the New Republic. And Luke, I would love to see if they did an animated show with Luke and Grogu. Me that too. I think would work. And Mark Hamill can voice it and not have yep. to worry about bad CGI. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's an interesting way to do it, right? Because, I, but I don't know, man. What about Mason? I want to see, see more Luke in, in his f true form, like slashing. I'd, I'm, I'm for the Sebastian Stan angle. If you're going to do it, mm -hmm. you got to recast him. Uh, they, I, I hear, I, I don't know if you guys even know, and, and Michael Care too, just thank you. You guys, if you want to send over a super chat, I will show it. We'll talk about it. You can pivot where this conversation goes next hour. Uh, but episode two and three of season two was trash. It almost made me stop watching season two. I mean, it was trash. It was not trash. No. But uh, I, I, they weren't, they were definitely slower. They were the Western trope instead of the continuing continue the plot. And uh, I look, I didn't love them, but I, yeah. like after I was years, never, like, yeah. I was never bored or annoyed or pissed off with this season. 
Right. That won't. Season one did bore me a couple times. And, yeah. and I don't know, Michael, I, I I love you, Michael, but it's like, I don't, one episode is not going to make me stop watching a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 no. they're entitled a bad episode. <laughs> you know, it's, it's if, if, if you have hit, if you're running at a 90%, 95% clip where they're great and you get that 5% yeah. they're not so great, dude, that's a great trade-off because there's nothing yeah. perfect. It kind of comes with the territory, though, with, with shows in general. You're going to get also, some bad ones. The high highs outweigh the low lows. Like, yeah. yeah. There were way too many highs versus the lows. It, and the thing is, it's even if you take away all the fan service, it was it had a story. I mean, this was Mando's trying to get the child to a Jedi. And it started with last season and it paid off here and it built on itself. So uh, it, it was a good season, dude. It really was. And I'm talking from I'm trying to not be a fanboy here. As a, objectively speaking, it was a good and it was fun. Yeah, it was. That's it the was. important thing. Was it fun? Yeah, I think it was yeah. fun all the way through. You know, I know we can all agree that the gunslinger had some issues, but working through those issues, and again, they're using brand new technology with stagecraft. They were able to get the desert scenes just right. Yep. That we were able to have a great season two opener. So if we had to kind of suffer through them working out stuff in the Tatooine, blow <laughs> the Tatooine level on their uh, back screen for stagecraft, if that's what allowed us to have such an amazing episode one for season two i get it i have to put myself in that producer mind like we're gonna take a bit of a hit i know some fans are not gonna like this or i know some fans are not gonna like the cgi choice they're making for luke but this is the best we can do with the time that we have and it is the best decision to make we're gonna suffer through it and because it caters to the story not the other way around and that's why it works here and why it was slipping with the prequels and with the sequels wasn't a hundred percent there it missed the beats because it didn't hit the core elements of star wars and also introduce something new well, I want to talk about the fan service, but thank you, David. You're, uh, I like the Marshall. It's the best episode because it was the Mandalorian, not Clone Wars or Rebels. Uh, Timothy Alphalet was amazing, and, and I have to—I agree. Yeah. Like there was to, to clue into where I'm going. That was—I thought he was a good performance. It still had some fan service to go wrong. Was, oh my armor. God, it's Boba Fett's armor, right? It, yeah. it, it did have a little bit, and it had the uh, what's it? The the, the 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 dragon pearl. Like there was a lot of stuff in there. The crate, the crate the tuss- pearl. Yeah. The crate pearl. Yeah. The, uh, Star Wars Galaxies. When you had to find one of those dragons and kill it, and it took like a whole <laughs> yeah. server to do it. I was like, this is a this is this is made for me. This is made for the kid who got made fun of in junior high school that none of the girls talked yes. to because I bring all my Star Wars books with me, you know? Yeah. Anyways, well, Andy, but anyway, that I, but I was just gonna say, like that that's the line, right? And I think the Marshall did a good job of like it somehow figured out a way to give you that fan service without it being so obvious, right? Where it's like I didn't know about the, the importance of the pearl, but the fans did. and it, But it worked into the plot where it's like, oh, they got the dragon and they're just pulling up some item. I think that's when it works. My worry, and I'm just curious, you got your thoughts, because it's like obviously as Star Wars fans, a lot of people aren't worrying because they're, they're like, yes, we're getting everything we want. But now with like the, the, the Rangers, Ahsoka, Boba Fett series, Obi-Wan series, Lando, like does, Bo- does anybody there, there's Luke Skywalker series as I broke. Like there's a lot of stuff now like in, on deck where it's just like, there could be too much of a good thing, like especially if they have to do seasons of this on end. Like it's hard to write and substa- like to keep it going at the rate that Disney wants, not like the rate that the creators want. You know what I mean? So, do right. any of you feel that worry of just like can they run out of the fan service where it's like, well, shit, we've been they can't keep bringing characters back at this point because it's like now we got story and we've seen it all already. Like, do we? Do any of you have? Because I have a little bit of that. I, I worry it could get to there soon. Do any of you share that concern of mine, or am I crazy? I'm not that worried about it. No, not to be honest with you, um, it, it, it mostly it was just a setup. You could tell the season was to set up all their future projects. That that that's what yeah. it was for. Um, I don't think they're gonna make a habit of it. And next season, 
it looks like they're gearing up to bring us back to Mandalore. Look, they're gearing us to bring us back to Mandalore and to have this 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 showdown or this power struggle fight that he doesn't even want to be a part of mm-hmm. uh, into uh, what's going on. So we'll see how it goes. I, I think it's going to be good. If we look at we'll, the temp- we'll see. Uh, oh, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. If we look at the template of season one and season two of Mandalorian, it was sixteen chapters, and none of the chapters went over an hour. They were all forty minutes, thirty minutes. So in comparison to some of these other series that are going like five, six, seven seasons, that's so many scripts and so many beats. But if they have these new series like Ahsoka or uh, Rangers of the New Republic, and those are two or three seasons, they know what story they want to tell. They know what beats they want to hit. Maybe the seasons don't have to be back to back to back. They could maybe go further ahead in years to get mm-hmm. further Time to jump. You know, the major storyline. So as long as there is a giant board and they've pl- plotted it out and mapped it out. They're already doing better than the sequel trilogy. The whiteboard. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's so, well, there was yeah. dragons on there. So dinosaurs. <laughs> so so here's the thing: the cardinal rule of entertainment always leave them wanting more. But we have been thirsty for quality star or Star Wars for so long that this yeah. is the time. But there's a way to do yeah. it right. What did we just talk about so much from the Mandalorian? These fights that you guys had which is the side characters. And I think what will make these other series is the side characters, not the main, not Ahsoka necessarily, but who they bring in to support Ahsoka. Who's going to be the main character of Rangers? Is it going to be Bill Burr? Is it going to be Gina Carano? And whoever is their support, I think will help make those series. And if we have poor supporting characters, they're going to be, it's going to be bad. It is going to be, too much fan service in these episodes. I mean, the truth is that I thought that the Mandalorian was actually the least interesting character this season, if I'm being honest with you, for season two. Mm-hmm. Until exactly. the very I, end. I disagree. I thought exactly. I was going to say by the end, he actually had a pretty damn good arc. I thought they finally Right, but I him. think along the way it was about the other characters. Also, sure. does anybody care about Cassian Andor, bro? I haven't seen a single person. No, yeah, I don't. No, I do. After really? Disney invested it, after at Disney, before I didn't give a crap. After okay. Disney invested yeah, it, the it spy, looks, like, yeah, it looks intriguing, yeah. dude. It looks really mm-hmm. intriguing. Mm. I'm with you, Danny. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Him no, and I mean, A2SO are going to be really good like, together. The storytelling is going to have to be really good for me to, to mm. watch that show every day or but every that's week. That's exactly... You know? That's exactly my point of like, how many more shows will like the casual Star Wars fan like watch like this? You know, it's like, are they really going to tune in to every single one? I don't think they need them to. They just need them to sign up for Disney Plus. That's all they care about. That's true. That's true. true. Each of these shows are going to have a different tone. I don't know what the exact tone is for Rangers of the New Republic, but imagine if it's like Law and Order. Where you have these actually fights going, and they have to do jurisdiction, and they're like, "I'd be okay with this." You know, Bilber going we, into interrogation room. Yeah, how do, we, how do we lay down the law? How do we how do we help these people that were under an authoritarian mm-hmm. rulership? How do we True. still bring order but peace at the same time? There's a lot of it's like NCIS. Yeah, there's a lot of that storytelling that can happen within the world of Star Wars that you're captivated by these characters, especially. I don't think that one will be good. Oh, sorry. I'm, as I, 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 my thing was screwing oh. up as we're talking. I mean, too. Uh, Ranger right. of the New Republic, I think, isn't going to be like that. I think that's going to be more action-y. And from what I'm hearing, season three is like, as uh, Danny said, it's definitely the battle for Endor. 
or and, and or uh, Mandalore. Um, okay. That, that's that's totally where things are. From what I'm ha- gathering, that's where things are going. Um, I care about casting Endor. Thank you, James, for saying that. Over look, people do, and I, I agree. The trailer looked cool. Or Tony Gilroy did the Bourne movies and stuff. Is writing it, but he also wrote the Bourne sequels that you guys didn't see that were terrible. So he's hit or miss. <laughs> he, oh, he sometimes phones it I in. I hated the fourth movie. Hated we'll it. see. We'll see what happens with that. It could be great. Uh, David March. I like the Marshall. Oh wait, that was, I already got that one. There was one more. Uh, Michael Caratu. I thought uh, the whole season was going to be like episode two and three, and I'm glad I was wrong. I agree. I mean, my first two reviews of the show were just like, eh, this is okay. Yeah. And then it, I was like, when are they going to get back to the plot? And that's the problem of like, I feel like. Um, episodic show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's episodic versus, you know. Serialized. Uh, exactly. Monster of the Week, uh, you know, that right. they're doing. Uh, Guest of the Week, which is what Westerns typically are. And so yeah. I, I well, realized I preferred too, I preferred the serialized. Go ahead, Longa. But I, yeah, you, I preferred you brought that. it up too, like that that you just don't want it to be. And I kind of agree. You don't want it to be like CW. You don't want it to start where it is reaching for plots and stories and just and it just and the quality just goes down and down and down. Well, Which, and they, to be fair, they have a harder shot because right they have like twenty four episodes a season to fill of an hour. Yeah, exactly. Is, is, it say, becomes right. a, a, a wear on creative yeah. minds, right? Do you think the fan service will increase dramatically if these shows start failing? Like the critics are just like not liking it. Well, I mean, I just I don't see cast how Cassian Endor can get the kind of hype that Baby Yoda and Mandalorian got. You know what I mean? Like, there's just to me, yeah, they need need a really good first episode. Mon Mothma is. Like, it's not Baby Yoda, Chris. No, Mon it's Mothma. not. No, that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> no, but, but really, that, Cassie, you're going to have like Mon Mothma. You're going to have whoever else care. is Here. the head of the I, I mean, Bail what? Organa. You know, maybe they bring like, Jimmy Smith's in. Those are, yeah, Star Wars, fan, him, you Star know? Wars fans, if they like yes, it, will love it. We'll love Jamie, Cassie like, and Andor, yes. Baby Yoda brought in general fans by the millions who didn't give a crap yeah. about Star Wars. A lot of women. <laughs> just, my, my girlfriend, we just, we, we, we she just saw the women. finale tonight, right? And she just, she doesn't care about Star Wars at all. She hates, she, not hates, but she doesn't, she's indifferent. She doesn't care. We, but she watched this whole season because she loves baby Yoda. She loves baby Yoda. Then we got the end of it. She's like, all right, I'm probably not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> like, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Luke show. Maybe he's on there. Yeah. She doesn't care. All she cared about was, was, was baby Yoda. Well, baby Yoda might be on the Luke show. Then there you go. Yeah. What, what I was gonna say is, yeah, that the yeah, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. <laughs> but this, this is one thing I brought up with Andy throughout this this weekend that we oh, were trying now. to figure out topics, and it was, could they retcon the sequels now? No, they're not gonna <laughs> do it. They're not gonna do it. And I think the main reason as to why is because of Carrie Fisher. That's why. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah, still too many moments. Harrison Ford's it's gonna be Harrison Ford's last performances too, and he's not dead, yeah. but he's yeah. not gonna. They can, it's not on, just the can. cast; it's so, like there's so many people yeah, that have to disrespect. Much money, or, yeah, so much that have to disrespect in order to. What, what about that the alter- not, not to mention not to mention alternate timeline uh, from the holiday okay. special? No, well, that's the holiday <laughs> special. No, not to mention that they're not gonna retcon it because uh, if they retcon it, that's Disney admitting. We screwed up, and they never do that. They'll they never. Do that. So that means they'll just give you stuff you like. So uh, that means right. that Grogu will cross paths with Kylo Ren. Not necessarily. No, no everyone no, no. assuming that's, that's, that. But that's, I, think that's that's happening. Happening. I think he'll he'll graduate. It's going to be like twenty Kylo. years. He's going to be only seventy or so. Grogu yeah, but Grogu. we also can say that you, that Yoda was a was a master was a Jedi master by age hundred. 
Okay. Okay. So if he's already fifty, we're talking about he'd be seventy. He's going to be pretty much an adult. There could be an ex- and it makes sense. From age fifty to one hundred, there's an accelerated growth. Yeah, that puberty. You know, what I mean? right? So by the time by the time he gets the, the, the <laughs> well, you the live academy, till nine hundred, you're going to have time yeah. expanded. The, yeah, the academy he starts that doesn't even start right away. Right away, it's still about seven more. No, because he's out in the galaxy uh, searching right. for still some years. Also, what people are forgetting is there is still canon. I know Star Wars tends to step in its own canon sometimes, but uh, oh, but we have. The comic books, the Kylo Ren comic books that, that show his time in Luke's Academy, and there was no Grogu there, no mention of Grogu there. But in that comic book, there was three students that were off-world when he did that. Oh. And he got in a fight with them, and then they, uh, the actual Ren, who the Knights of Ren were named after, yeah, killed yeah, one yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, and then one of them got killed by his own lightsaber somehow, and then the third one, Kylo killed, and that's how he became Kylo Ren. Uh, but there's... There, to, to say... It's seven years before the academy even starts, and twenty years before Kylo burns it down. Yeah, Grogu could easily have been off world. Did what he did with Luke, and now he's doing something else. He could have graduated already. Right. Yeah. But then it. But then it. You know. Again, stepping on your own canon. Then when Luke says, "Then Ray's going to be the last Jedi." Well, and, yeah. Well, well maybe she's also thinks- a Skywalker now too. So, well, yeah. While she's a Palpatine. <laughs> so Grogu's I mean, Skywalker. Maybe maybe he thinks that Grogu's dead. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering is how they're going to tie it all because they have to now. Well, they have samurai. Well, I mean, guys, you're something you're forgetting, though. They're also doing the Snoke clones or whatever. Clearly. Right. They're they're totally totally tying it in. What about the alternative? Even if you read the the Arab, like when they're in a restaurant in the the finale, when they're in a restaurant with with Bo-Katan, there's a menu board up there. It was, it was all in Arabesh. And there was there was uh, foods and stuff that references from the sequel trilogy, too. They're not abandoning the sequel trilogy. They're still tying it together. The, I've already predicted, and it's going to happen. This whole thing of the cloning thing and taking Grogu's blood was all about leading towards, eventually, Snoke and, Snoke. and yeah. Palpatine's body. So they're not getting rid of it. They're still tying it together. And they're going to do what Filoni's going to do, what he did with the Clone Wars, where Lucas kind of messed up because he wanted to direct and he shouldn't have directed. Uh, and with the Clone Wars, he made Anakin better and he made the, the prequels better with the Clone Wars. And it, and there was much more appreciation for the prequels now because of the Clone Wars. So that's what they're going to do. They're just going to try to make it better. Flesh it out. So the alternative timeline uh, concept is just... This is not the MCU. This is but well, Andy no, that's what they did with Star Trek, though. Andy knows, Star Trek. Andy knows how I feel about it. There was an this. event that, that created that alternate timeline. Yeah. There hasn't been that event in right. Star Wars. Andy, Andy what were you saying? Yeah, go, Dan. I was saying, Andy knows how I feel about this. Do not believe the fake Star Wars news on YouTube. From Don't believe it. This whole decanonizing thing with the world between nope. worlds. Nope. It's bullshit. It's you are the, being lied to. Yeah. And it's a great mischaracterization it. of it. It's not even what it is. It's not what it is. George Lucas did not come back and direct the secret scene for episode nine. No. Nobody, Andy's already happy. He knew I was going to get on this at some point. He knew I was going to get on it. He knew I was going to get on it. It's not happening because he just fucking, I'm sorry. He just said in an interview that I was 69 years old. He's in his 70s now. He's not going to come back and direct. It's BS. The same source that said that they were decanonizing the sequel trilogy said that Brie Larson getting fired from Captain Marvel. And then Kevin <laughs> Don't Feige. believe men in masks. <laughs> Don't <laughs> or Grace don't Randolph. Believe, don't believe. Don't believe men in masks, and don't believe people with zero talent. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so would you? Would we all agree that it is a 
more difficult feat, and we should applaud John Favreau and Dave Filoni even more if they're able to accomplish this yep. of fleshing yes. out all of the story around the sequel trilogy, yep. still count yep. the sequel trilogy, but make the sequel trilogy mean more. Just like, the but they can't sequels. fix Ray. The problem is they can't well, fix Ray. The Ray isn't a big deal. This is what Ray is a nobody. Is, She's a clone is, kid. Yeah, but this is going to be the crowd that sticks in everyone's they don't throat. Have to, they don't have to mention any of the sequels. Yeah, they don't is that do Luke that. still dies the way he does, and Luke still goes right. out the way he does? That's a, that's a crow that's. That's a crowd stick in everyone's. Yeah, but I'd like to add something there that is canon. While it was considered canon in this original script for Return of the Jedi, that Obi Wan Kenobi would master the Force so well that he was able to come back in physical form, and that was like the ultimate stage of a Jedi is that they could actually manipulate matter and take on a a corporeal body again, corporal body again. So, do you think we could maybe see that in? way future with you think luke could come back to life like oh i want him to come back to life well that's that's a sith thing though that was darth plagueis manipulated life no 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 that's different no it's different he's talking about something else yeah yeah i understand but to me that sounds like something like obi-wan was so powerful he'd be able to come back in corporeal form that still sounds like something on the sith side of things that but the sith wanted to unlock that secret and they never could they had to like fin- oh. finagle their way to make it happen darth bane still exists as a spirit but he's they stuck in one it. place he can't travel gotcha. the force <laughs> and lucas <laughs> lucas said that that dark Jury side rigged. cannot become ghosts basically is what he said they can't do the ghost trick right that's why they the yeah. sith the sith inhabit items they usually possess mm-hmm. items yeah. and locations holocrons yep Wayfinders. Oh wait. Out of, yeah, out of, all, out of all these new shows that are coming out, I'm very, I'm stunned and surprised that we're not getting a series about Darth Revan. Actually, I think are we? Movie. I think, I think the Acolyte show is either going to introduce no. him or mention no. him. I think he'll no, be mentioned. They later. might mention him, but they probably. Okay. It, it, it's it's way later. We're talking about yeah. the the High Republic books that are coming out are are yeah, it's two thirty. They're two thirty two ABY. Um, we right. don't know when the acolyte takes place, but it says it's in the final days. Um, a source book said that's about a hundred years before. But my prediction right. was it's good that the acolyte is going to bridge into what happens with, with, with Plagueis, and and that's going to sure. take break a bridge to it. Now I do believe that there's probably going to be where all the rumors where the people are talking about there's going to be a Darth Bane series. I don't know if you guys remember that rumor that was going around like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. What they're probably what's probably referencing is there's probably going to be a Bane a, a Bane holocron or something in the acolyte. They're going to mention Bane and a rule of two. They might mention Revan as a past Sith Lord. But Revan is way back. Well, I, I know that, but what I'm worried about is that they're going to retcon it to where they put Revan there. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like, like retcon, like take from the from the from the legends and just redo the character, which I don't uh, want them to do. They're stupid, but I don't think they're that stupid. Now with Favreau and Filoni doing things. See, now. if they don't retcon the character, they're just gonna. The only way they can really introduce Darth Revan into the canon is by basically redoing Knights of the Old Republic and right. As as much as I love it as a game, and as many times as I've replayed it, I don't think it would be a great movie or a great <laughs> series. They would have to make it into a movie or a series by yeah. actually taking the characters and creating creating a story around it. Yeah, yeah I think Old, exactly. I think Old Republic could be done, but I think they're a little afraid of touching that because they're p- afraid of pissing off the fans. If you want me to be real with you, because there's a lot of code. They've never fans. cared about that though. No, you, you know, I think now they do because Revan is really popular. Like Revan well, is super yeah. popular, yo. I know. If they, if they screw him up, it could, it could cause a real yeah. problem. He's, he's Maybe they can introduce him in uh, those animated 
That's him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. he's oh, very. I don't know. This is this is beyond. Yeah, my, I've my been reprinting set. stuff like are crazy. Gonna, <laughs> are you making a Malik one too? Uh, well, that's just. A, I'm with you, Michael. Chin, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Is it just a chin thing? I thought it went over his whole mouth. It, it, it went over, it was his bottom speaking jaw. He was like, tra- he was like trap jaw from He-Man. Was like, oh, that's like, right. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, right. I guess I'll, I won't let you guys talk, but I was like, speaking of which, someone, I wanted to play, uh, speaking of masks, uh, hold on, wait, oh, wait, no. wait, wait. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. What about anyway, the, uh, I just want to make sure. Where are we going, Andy? Wait, wait, wait. Are you, gonna, <laughs> are you telling me that because John Favreau did not mention Pedro Pascal by name, that that means that there's heat. Is that what you're no, telling me right someone, now? Someone <laughs> said, so listen, listen, I didn't say that I liked apples on this stream, so that means I hate apples. Oh, here it was. Someone, someone was like, "Are you scared to say his name?" Oh, I'll say Boomcock's name. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say no. But there, no, yeah. there are hey, multiple. First of all, there are multiple Boomcock, people. Mike Zero. First, yeah, we were talking about multiple masks. <laughs> there are multiple listen. masks, and I wanted to make sure we all were like, Speed "I'm not afraid Scott. to say Doom." And, and, and have, I, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Danny, but I feel like I'm starting to sense. I don't know if anybody else is sensing it. I'm sensing, because they didn't say it outright, but I'm sensing even some of the Phantom Menace are starting to dislike Doomcock. Yeah. There's definitely a tide yep. turning of people Green. going like, what are you doing over there? You're kind of, are you, not, you are making this shit up, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's slow. I, I don't know, but why did it take this long for them to even think that? Obviously he has I been. Said, which is what I said on your show, on this very show months ago, that yep. that guy's uh-huh. full of shit. Dude, I said it. The, I, I, I hit him out cracks, right away. The first cracks were shown from the Star Trek community. They were the ones that were first noticing it. They're like, wait a minute. Hold on now. I don't know. <laughs> what. Why was the Star oh, Trek community did. listening to him? He, he made place. up some shit about Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess oh, Star Trek. Lunga, oh, sorry. Lunga would know better than me, probably. Because I heard well, about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan, but I I've, I heard about yeah. it. And, and people who are Star Trek fans who like him are like, well, dude, what the, wait, what, the, what the F are you talking about? Dude, I knew He got popular because he stole the Reddit leaks. And yeah, they were and right. He yeah. added to it. And, and right. so he added a little Same bit, and credit. they were right. Same and then, credit. and then, because they were right, and everyone hated that movie so much, it's, it lifted him up on a tidal wave of success. This guy Doomcock, because he just he grabbed the the Reddit leaks, and they happen to be right. And that's what happens if you are guessing and you get one right like that, especially at that level. Well, not right. guessing, stealing, stealing. Steal, steal. Sure, but stealing. but you're, he was guessing whether they were on. Stealing. But I'm saying he's stealing and guessing because he didn't know if it was real. And so he was stealing and guessing, and then it worked in his advantage. And then because he sort of had a spotlight from others and the Phantom Menace sort of helping him, it worked. But then the reality was like, no, he's just he's just a dude under a mask and doesn't actually have any. The bullshit is what he is. Michael I, knew, I knew he was full of shit when he said that there were private screenings of, of Rise of Skywalker that mysteriously not a single person has ever said they've been to when we know damn well that Disney never does never. private screenings for Star never. Wars and never will. That's number one. Number yeah, and two, then, like Lucas was giving notes. I called it all out to him like, no, bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. But well, anyway, one, I remember one video about Doomcock that I watched and it was about the uh, the original supposed endings or scenes that were cut from Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, one of them was Anakin and, showing up to help Ray that, that George Lucas directed that nobody's ever talked about. Not even Daisy Ridley. Well, the one I heard from him was, <laughs> I think it was when Ray used her lightning powers. She blew up. No, was it, no Sidious. Sidious uses lightning powers to blow up uh, a ship. I think I think the Falcon. But everybody was in the Falcon. Like all the main characters were in there, and they all blew up. And he said the audience was so mad they got up and walked out. Oh sure, yeah. Because you know, because you know, if if you go to an early screening, you're really allowed to fucking walk out. Yeah, you you're really allowed to walk out when they tell you turn your phones off. Yeah, 
Get out of here, bro. I was kind of like, really? The whole cast just blows I'm up sorry. right there. I'm sorry. The I really hate this fucking guy, bro. I'm sorry. I really hate this fucking <laughs> oh, guy. Man. You know why I hate him? You know why I hate Doomcock, bro? Because he's like a fucking liar. And no offense, but fucking morons believe the shit that he fucking says. I'm sorry for well, But But here's I where really I'm here. Uh, you you pivoted. I got to finish my promo. All right, go for it. I'm tired of people. People question my credibility. And they group me in with that piece of shit. Right, and it pisses me off because that dude literally invents fake stories. Well, today I heard from my sources. How the fuck can you say they're unspecified sources? When, yeah. No, no, I gotta get it out. How can you say that they're unspecified sources when you know that actors are getting fired? I'm sorry, but if you have enough sources in fucking Disney that you know that someone's getting fired, you got to know somebody pretty high up, homeboy. You got to know somebody who's close to the top. So you're getting emails from janitors telling you that Brie Larson's getting fired? Are you that stupid, fandom menace, to believe this guy's bullshit? Yeah. Are you that stupid? You don't have to put me on screen the whole time, bro. I don't like looking at my face. Let me put Plus, I want to see their reactions. Okay, please let everybody out. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for them to retract it, Andy, if you have them on full screen. Hold on. I, I, well, I was just tweeting. I'm I'm, 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 I'm just tweeting. I'm, I'm tweeting out that we're go, we're, we're calling out Ducock and Grace Randolph. I'm tweeting them out to get more people. No, I'm not calling out Grace Randolph. <laughs> no, I'm I just, not I just tweeted it. You're tagged. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm not, here's I, what I was going to say. Here's bro, what I was gonna say. Hold on. Here's what. Than him, bro. Here, here's what. Right. Here's what I'm gonna say about Grace. Here's what I'm gonna say about Grace because everything you said about Doomcock is starting to happen with Grace. And the reality is, like, I've given her so much props and attempted to, like, oh yeah, she's good. She's literally trying to destroy Pedro's, uh, like. Okay, but, but at least she's out there. Man. She's out there making shit. She she ha- look. Here's the here's the truth. I will go full screen on mine if you don't want it. But here's the truth, right? We get, sometimes we get our, our sources are wrong. Sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes something is off or sometimes a story absolutely. changes. It absolutely happens. Anybody in the game who doesn't acknowledge that is full of shit. And she's someone who refuses to acknowledge when she's wrong. Anytime it's wrong, it's a spin to, well, it's because of this. And, oh, well, he's professional. He doesn't want to say that it was, oh, of course, Favreau is being nice to him because they have to be, come on, dude. I can't, like, no. It's not, sometimes a source is wrong. Snyder cut, my source was wrong. They're like, they're never working with Snyder again. But the reality is they weren't wrong. They just, they didn't know the information. And then Snyder cut came out out of nowhere because the people who knew, knew. So the reality is like, you can't be so sure. And she's, she's going so, sure on this drama about pascal that it's offending me i'm just and and, and it offends me more because it's like so many people are just like accepting it like she's the gospel and i'm like she's lying she's literally been caught lying and even when she's caught lying she's out there backtracking even further to be like well see i told you it's they're delaying the mandalorian season three because of the drama and they're putting they put boba fett in first because of the drama and pedro who knows dude she spun that story a hundred times she's like pedro pascal was difficult wouldn't wear his mask oh and then it was all negative pedro pascal and then it turned into oh well you know he's an asset but you know clearly there was drama <laughs> it was like which is it is he difficult in a diva or is he is he an asset like which one yeah. is it and then it, and then it pivoted to like oh well uh boba fett series is mandalorian season three and then that was proven wrong and then she pivoted oh well, no i meant like it's you know it's the chapter she said it's the chat in the next chapter and they're clearly pausing on mandalorian be right because of the drama i uh, dude i'm over it i'm over it i've tried like i i can't stand fake news bullshit especially from these movie people because it's like we, we all get lumped in 
And it's like, sometimes you got to take the L, you got to own, yeah, look, I guess I was wrong on this one. Look, maybe there was drama, but clearly, you know, my source, what my source is telling me isn't lining up. So I'm going to retract myself from this story. I would respect the hell out of her if she had the balls to do that, but she never does. It's always leaning into and spinning it on the behest of trying to ruin Pedro Pascal, who from everything I've heard from sources is like the sweetest guy in the world uh, and pro and a total pro. And his stunt man is out there like saying bullshit to her, like tons of people and, and inside and outside are all calling her out and she will refuse to back down. I'm sorry, man. Like that's Doomcock is a phony. Like to me, it's just like he's, there's nothing right. But Grace is a professional, right? She's supposed to be a professional. Grace so when has a, real sources. When a, Grace when a professional who has real sources starts doing this kind of junk, it upsets me because it, it, it delimitizes all of us. And I'm calling her out because it's like, Grace, you're better than that. Like, what are you doing? Sometimes the source is wrong. Don't die on the hill and then ruin everything else and your credibility because you can't just take an L when they're clearly shoving your face and saying, dude, you're wrong. It, it, it's, it boggles my mind. <laughs> well, I'm not I, trying to hate on her, but like, I have yeah. to react when I see people just out there just trying to tear someone down and they're just lying. And I have, and I have inside who's like, that's not true. That's not true. No, no, no. That's none of that's true. Like, sure. She might've gotten a source from something like there was a fight on a set. Like that happens all the time. That doesn't mean they're like trying to remove Pedro Pascal from the Mandalorian. Like what? What? I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Back to you. Dan. No, I was going to say, I was going to say that um, the difference, like you said, is that she actually does have credibility because she's had Zack Snyder on her channel, which is a big deal. She's had, she's gotten some stories, right? So there is respect there. I'll be honest with you, you know, even though I don't agree with her reviews a lot, but Doomcock literally invents everything and literally says everything's a rumor when it's bullshit and it, it, that's the difference is that I think in Grace's case, it's more ego based to where she doesn't want to admit she's wrong. Whereas in Doomcock's case, he's literally grifting people for money. I mean, that's what he's doing. And, Look, I, and I, I don't disagree. I, I don't watch Doomcock enough anymore. Just so I'm, I'm not trying to like, I don't know enough, but from the early days of Doomcock with the reddits, I hated how he took credit for those reddits. So like he did not get those scoops. Those were, those are, he, he stole them and then used them as his own. And that's what I know him by. And I've tuned out because I've seen a bunch of other shit. That's not true. He peddled, and I yeah. just sort of was like, I'm not involved. Well, because I never really yeah. took him seriously. He, look, anybody who wears a mask, I don't take seriously. Put your name on the line, yeah. or you're a joke to me. Or you're just a character, right? It's a character. Put your That's name, exactly. Name. Put your name down, your face and your name, and own your scoops, or otherwise you're a joke to me. Grace, she puts her name out. She's legit. You said it. She's had real scoops. She's incredible. What are you doing, Grace? I've, I, I would yeah. want nothing more than to, like squash the beef with grace and support her and be like, Hey, check out what grace got. But now I can't do that because I'm like, uh, she's a, she's, I can't trust her now. I can't trust her because she never takes the L. And that's, that to me is the worst thing she's doing herself. There's, there's someone, there's someone else out there on YouTube that, that I, I kind of respected <laughs> and, and helped me get started. And, and he is just on her tip and saying, Oh, listen, I'm not a big scooper, but I've had sources that are kind of corroborating what she said. And I heard about, you're not going to, you're not saying the name. Not I mean, say I, I don't. I don't mind saying it. It was uh, uh, Den of Nerds, uh, Josh. Josh at Den of Nerds. Oh, okay. Oh, I love Josh. I, I I love Josh too. He helped me get my start. Okay, but he's he's all up there defending Grace and saying, "Oh, I hate making this video, but I heard this from my sources too, and she's right, but, and this but, stuff was happening." Okay, but Andy's right in that. Maybe the thing about Josh and Grace, maybe they're they're not wrong. Maybe there was a, an altercation that happened or disagreement. He said that at the beginning, and he said that's right. what I thought it was. Right but now, I'm now I'm starting to find out there was more. Everything what she's saying is pretty much on point. 
I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe, maybe it was, but I do agree that the spinning. She just got. She sometimes you have to shh and just let the story play yes. out. Yes. You know, that's yeah. all I, that's what I think is yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's her biggest downfall. She's got to spin it to make it sound, but I was kind of right. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right, 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 right. Well, yeah. If we I, zoom I, out and look at what happened after the last Jedi dropped, there was so many unhappy people that didn't know really how to express themselves. And some people at Lucasfilm were bullying them, saying, Oh, you didn't like the film? Well, it means you don't like women. What? Which is what which are is, we talking about? Uh, horrible. Yeah. Leia is my hero. What are you talking about? So horrible. this anger. Yeah sprouted those seeds on youtube and all of these different youtubers credibility or no could tap into that anger and i have followed and watched and supported a number of them i like grace randolph i like her coverage i have a problem with what's happening with the pedro pascal stuff i have to wait and see because i want another source to come out and say it but it's very frustrating because it's like okay who do i trust now after five years or four years of dealing with the last jedi and you don't support doom kong do you and, and the phantom menace I used to watch a lot of his videos, but then the same pattern, and this is the point I want to make, the same pattern started to happen about a year ago, over and over again for the majority of these people that I used to watch on YouTube all the time. Negativity, negativity, negativity. Yep. And it as soon as clicks. something great happened, even recently with Luke Skywalker, I went and watched one of the channels and all they were doing was just bitching and moaning about Luke showing up. And I went, unsubscribe. All you're doing is just capitalizing on negativity. And yeah, you can make money off that, but if it's inauthentic, I don't want to deal with you anymore. And I went through right. a lot of YouTubers this year because of it. I went through a few. Or I'm here. I'm hearing. I'm hearing the. Oh, everyone's loving this, but don't forget, Kathleen Kennedy's still in charge. Yeah, in charge during the good stuff too. For better, for worse. For better, like me and my worst. You can't have me and my best. Listen, yeah. I still think she needs to go too. I think we we'll get some fresh blood in there. But here's the thing: you got to give credit where credit's due. She's still mm. at the helm with this. So, she signed off on all those things. Hey, uh, you want to call this out, Danny? Geekdom trying to cancel channels again. Shocking. No. Way. Uh, when have I ever canceled a channel? <laughs> Come on, Andy. Andy, Andy, am I into canceling? No, no, we were no. not. No, we should. Uh, I, I don't I'm think just, we should cancel. It's so funny anyway. that it's so that funny. He well, hold on, I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was so funny. Anyone can pay to troll me. Anyone can pay, I but I was going to say, anytime. I carried my haters over to you and made you some money, bro. <laughs> anytime <laughs> anytime you criticize somebody who's might be wrong, you you're canceling them and you're trying to cancel them. It's like, oh, it's, no, a, it's, the, it's, the, it's the cross I bear of like, I'm not allowed to criticize anyone because I'm canceling them. And Andy, I thought oh. you were against cancel. It's like, I'm, st count, I'm for accountability oh. and, you know, due process. Doesn't mean I cannot. Call somebody I'm, out and geek them the same way. Of course, we can call people out. Uh, I'm not Doomcock. I don't know. How, how are we canceling Doomcock? Yeah, that's not even what cancel culture is. You <laughs> fucking idiot. He's got a idiot. huge following. What you are we talking like, yeah. moron. You gave Andy guys. $2, bro. You're a fucking dumbass <laughs> yeah. virgin troll. Thanks for giving my friend $2. You, you got oh, a full great. screen. This is when you got a full screen, Andy. <laughs> virgin troll. Thank you. Hey, when you come back to my stream, call me an asshole and give me some money too, bro. <laughs> Yes. Two dollars <laughs> from aliens. You you notice no anytime. The people super chat <laughs> talk to you. You're welcome. <laughs> anytime on my show. And notice hey, no name, no name, favor. no face. Send just a complete it's an alien xenomorph. Yeah. No, 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 complete anonymous alien. Chat. No, I got one. Send another super chat. Oh wait. He's paying more money. He's paying more money. There it is. Good job. Send more. Okay, see, there you go. Yes, you did it. Yes, I'm right about super. No, 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 do me a favor. Send Andy more. Look, 
I'm not done. I'm I'm fat. I'm a racist. I'm I'm a sexist. Please, please more super chat so Andy can get paid. Please, is this bro. really a friend Andy of yours? Some more money. Can we just hang but, but, but can, no, but can I we? Love it, bro, can we? Because most trolls are broke virgins. This yeah. guy's got my credit card. These guys' mom's credit card. Let's max it out. Call me. It's, please, so, it's always funny. It's Call like it's come on. You know you pay more on OnlyFans to see a titty than this. I'm so you can here. you can Here's up that titty, super. Bro. You want to talk? You want to talk crap? Get it up to oh. five, ten dollars maybe. Yeah, ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll take you seriously if you give me money, bro. I'm fine with this, dude. Um, Andy, I wanted to tap into you know when you mentioned the cancel stuff. One of the reasons why I reached out to you was after your video talking about Gina Carano. I disagree with Gina oh. Carano in the political sphere, but I'm not going to cancel her. Right. That's the worst yeah. thing you could do. The worst thing that we're doing collectively within the conversation, both online and offline, is oh, I don't agree with you. Let me ostracize you. That's the worst thing you can do. You know what the yep. crew does? They go there and they have a great time filming the show, and they all hug and they work together and they support each other. That is going to have a better impact on that person to help them think about your point of view better if you're nice and cordial in a family rather than ah, F you, I don't, I'm, you're done. You know, I, I've been guilty of piling on people on Twitter throughout my career on Twitter for over a decade. Not anymore, bro. It's, it's just like, can we please mature as a collective human experience? Do you even debate, bro? Bit, please. Bro, as no facts, I love Joshua. It, I agree with you. you. I love what you said, but it's not going to happen. I love what you said, but it's not going to happen. I love what you said. I'm I in the same boat as you. People, just not the trolls. <laughs> I wrote something on my personal Facebook about three months ago. I said I have outgrown the internet. It when you hit to a certain maturity level, bro, I'm on Twitter almost never, bro. Andy will freaking send me a text. And I won't get back to him for hours. Not because I'm ignoring him, because I'm off. I am unplugged because, dude, you get on here, especially this it's year. It's true. It's true. I've like I when I when I was off the internet after being canceled, as dark as a time it was, the only positive was I couldn't go on the internet. Like I, I, I was I was ejected from the internet from like emotionally physically and I couldn't and I, I chose to like go run and meet my friends and like do things. And it made me so much. I lost weight. I was healthier. I was weirdly happier. I fell in love. Like life happened when I got off the internet. And I've noticed like I've I've better when I come back on the internet. I'm better, but it's still like I see it like instigate me. And when I'm on, because it's like how I pay my bills now. It's like this is my job, and so I have to go on and do stuff. And I can see it like seeping in. So he's right. You like everybody. It's like the internet is killing us. Like or, you have to learn how to like just treat, just treat it as what it is. is. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I treat it. I try to treat it as promotional and just sort of get the word yep. out and make, but do a, right. do a little poking right. to get attention like when i need to and then dip out for a little while yeah. so i don't have a, be able to i do. don't have a personal twitter i have i have one for the youtube channel i have one for my author and i have one for my comic creator that that's it and it's all about promotion for whatever right. project right. i'm working on i agree with that agree maybe with i'll that. have a, a quip here and there just because i'm bored or something but yeah. other than that but it's, it's it's it is a I, I can tell you from experience like and I and I, did, I need to I probably need to log off even more than I am currently but it's like I'm at that place where I'm like I'm just trying to rebuild to get to a grind right where I exactly like the grind gets you to a point where you can like all right I'm at a point where I have geeked I have geeked them mm -hmm. on a one income where I can I can take a few days off. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm some working towards. What? Because I I mean my career. Well, if I get more of my haters in here, you'll have my income. I'm sorry. Yeah, go right, ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah. And traditional media protects you because you're behind mm -hmm. you know, studio and a team and you're working with a team to help present your best self. When you're on the internet, you're exposed to so much. 
and yeah. I was hesitant to fully dive into building my YouTube channel because I knew what I'd have to deal with. But the beauty about what I've gone through back 10 years ago when I was hosting esports events and I get comments on Twitter and in the chat going, ah, F you, you prom king, you don't play video games. What? What? You're too handsome for video Where is this cut? Like, where is this cut? And yeah. then I realize they're keyboard cowboys. Yeah. I can't take their opinion with as much weight as somebody who's paying my paychecks. And that always goes through my mind to help me yeah. deal with that stuff. And there needs to be some sort of, I would say, education or preparation during junior high of like, this is what the internet is like. And here are the best practices to relieve yourself from this utility that we all have to use. And to be detached. Yeah, go outside and get laid for one. Yeah, I think the problem <laughs> the yoga, problem has become that it used to be that okay, you learn how to use the internet when you're in, in like later in high school and going to college and going out into the real world. And now, yeah, they need to just like they need to teach finances in, at that young age. Mm -hmm. They need to teach the real world is what they need to teach, and, and the internet is. Dude, I graduated high school in '92, and I didn't get—I didn't have any kind of finance education yeah. at all. I mean, we we had we had a well, an economics yeah, they, class, they but it. it was just like broad stuff. It wasn't yeah. about like. But at the same time, in the '90s, when I had to do that, it, as crazy as it seems to say, it was a simpler time. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy that the '90s. I mean, uh, hell, I guess it was 25, 30 years ago now. So, you know, it was a simpler time. Well, it, it people, was. people want to talk about genders. You didn't know what the hell a gender was in the nineties. Everybody's wearing no, a final ma sweats. Male or female? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I thought. I thought when I saw Gwen Stefani's uh, "Just a Girl" video, I thought it was like ironic. I was like, "Is she yeah. a boy?" <laughs> <laughs> Technology today has changed so much. I mean, what we're doing today yeah. would have cost us one hundred fifty thousand dollars to do in a satellite. Oh my god! Ten, fifteen years ago. Which is I mean, you're right. You, that's a good point. For me to leave Cell phone LA. that small. Yeah. Like that's a, good point. Uh, a touch screen. I remember my first touch screen was in like 2007 or something. It was this giant clunky Windows phone. Now, if you don't have a touch screen, you're not normal technically, you know? Like, you don't have a smartphone? I mean, uh, what was it? Christopher Walken just revealed that he's never sent an email that was or, great. or sent a text or anything like that, and never used a smartphone. I Michael think Carito, Michael, same. sorry, real quick, the super chat. Michael Carito, it's been, it's because these kids can't sit up to bullies, uh, so they feel powerful to talk, take smack on the internet. It's true. That's they need to, it. they need yeah. to go to Cobra Kai. Uh, <laughs> I think he had another one before. Yeah. Yeah. Depressed can become the worst depressors, and I think that's all. Oh, can culture can we can we have that argument? Because that one is people don't understand. Fair enough, Michael. They do not understand that one. <laughs> how, how it is. Sure. That's a good. That's a good super chat. Yeah, it's weird. I was gonna say because I, I I won't I don't. Uh, uh, the I because I, I got I got I fell into like the trap of like calling out one of my old colleagues again the other day and it's like and oh, I realized man. why did I do it I didn't need to do yeah. it thanks to Paul for doing it yep. but at the same time I still um I still like I wanted to say it because it was like I, it's it's interesting I think when you see people who are seemingly doing better like still hung up on stupid shit. <laughs> It's like, it's like that was more of what I was trying to call out the other day, and because it was one of my colleagues, I'm not a bashful. I'll say it again, but it was like Dan Merle, who I worked with, was like constantly. He was always he's obsessed with the trolls, and he did this whole thing that several people had forwarded to me because I he's I don't I don't follow his thing anymore, but uh, it was just so. Well, literally called uh -oh. his fans being upset uh -oh. with his Mandalorian review. Can you yeah. hear me? 
Yeah. yeah, he was called, yeah. he was upset that his his he was upset that fans were criticizing his Mandalorian review because he didn't like uh, rave about Luke, and he literally called it what was it? Uh, did you see it, Chris? It was like jaw dry, uh, in heartbreak, depressingly, utterly depressingly heartbreaking, heartbreaking. It was, yeah, it was like it was like, like why this is the world you live in where that's right now and everything that's going on like <laughs> like wait wait I, wait. It was heartbreaking. It Devastatingly was heartbreaking. heartbreaking yeah, or something like that. It, was, it was just it was heartbreaking because they disagreed. Exactly, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, and I, I and it's like I, I call there, bro. You're he over dramatized <laughs> everything. Well, I, I mean, no, I, go back to the thing that you know what I'm talking about, Andy. No, like, let me just say this. Let me nothing. just say this real quick. You know, I I don't know damn world. I respect his work, but. Buddy, if that's what got you upset, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. resist. And it's like, is, am I, is that me being a bully? I'm like, I don't think, I know him. I I, I, could, I would call it out to his face if I was had the opportunity. Because it's like, anybody yeah. who has this problem, here, I, I'm going to, just because a lot of people were asking. It's like, here, real quick. It's like, I, I don't give a shit anymore. If I'm, first of all, don't tell me how to move over, get over things. Don't ever tell anybody how to get over oh, things because yeah. oh. clearly it's people get over things differently. But like, it's so frustrating. I want to talk about stuff knowing that sometimes only one opinion will be accepted. I dreaded releasing my review because I knew this would probably happen. I had probably two dozen people tell me to get a stick out of my ass over one thing. I've been so happy to talk about Star Wars. Not anymore. Now it's not. Now now is right back time. The same shit show because though I loved every single other thing about the show, I'm an asshole for not liking the end of the season. It's so depressingly soul crushing. Like this Whoa. is the dude who literally allowed. Like, called me a crushing. rapist. <laughs> like this dude. Like and his. This is what's soul crushing. Like dude, get like people and, and, and he's like, still, but he still got more likes. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, look at those likes. I'm like, what are you talking about? That is a pretty good ratio, if you ask me. Mm. Eleven thousand people liked your video, dude. Like, get over it. No, and, no, and, no, 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 no. One thousand one hundred. No, eleven thousand liked. Isn't it? 11, no, it's one point no, one thousand. Oh, still you, all right. But it's still oh, no, 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 no. Eleven thousand. Sorry, 11, 11, 000 people then watched watch it. it. Watch eleven thousand people watched it, and four hundred yeah, people like it. And that that's imagine like imagine eleven thousand people watching something you're doing. Doing, and then you just get caught up on the 400 that was what i was trying to get out of like in the yeah, world yeah. like we do it right. so often where it's like why don't you oh cut up on the 10,000 it didn't yeah. like or not like yeah but it's like <laughs> there's so <laughs> even you. beyond just that the issue like why you what anything? Yeah. you had you have 11,000 people listening to you that is like like yeah. be excited on that alone and, exactly. and we as a society we, like we can't anymore and it's like i've been right. soul crushing like dude that is why are you bitching about this like it's just so many idiots in the world you're just like oh my god why why do i let them why did why did i let them get to me is what i'm getting i'm just like my god these people are just so out of touch but anyway i, I it, it was related i was just saying i want to play jody for a minute bro <clears throat> Stop being a pussy, bro. <laughs> really. Listen, look, I'm not even going to speak for Andy and, and what he's been through. Last year, they tried to get me off. The, they tried to get me to quit my channel over some stupid voice actor controversy I had nothing to do with. And people, there was a guy who made 60 videos about me. Not one, not 10, 60, six zero videos about me spreading lies about me, screwing around with women and all this stuff. Tried to basically cancel me and he failed. Try dealing with that first before you start crying about getting 400 dislikes. Buddy, I've had videos that have done a 1,000 dislikes, but they also got 8,000 likes. Well, and look at this. Paul, look Paul, at just, yeah. Paul just updated me. He has 61,000 views in this video, mind you. That and now he has 4,000 4, likes. And, oh, and that, this is soul-crushing, guys. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm going to call no, that bullshit on. out. Hold on, Andy. Hold on, Andy. 
Sixty-one thousand views in December. You're making some good money. That is on some that video. money. Stop he just made it. money, and he's this. Stop it's so soul crushing that that uh, the thousand people dislike maybe, my opinion. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't be a critic. <laughs> Yeah, the entire, the entire year of my channel's existence has gotten 70,000 views. So you know what? Be, be happy. This video Bro. will get, you know, what? You know, it could hopefully get 10, 15,000 views, you know, if we're lucky. And that's so surreal and awesome. Nothing about that is soul crushing. Bro, 61,000 views is anywhere. man. And six priorities. Bro, yeah, 61,000 right views is anywhere between, so anywhere between like, 300 to 500 bucks, bro. You're yeah. doing all right. Now, again, Harloff might yeah. take half of it if it's on his channel, <laughs> but still, you know, you know, that's still pretty good, you know. No, I'm not a track. I'm cool with Christian. He actually hit me up the other day. I, he, he was cool, but I, I just thought it was funny. If it is on uh, SEN, it's not your channel technically, but if it was your channel, you'd be doing good. So, but anyway, it's, uh, I should, uh, I, it's like, uh, what was I saying? This yeah, you're right. December, I'll 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 lean into the drama in December. I don't care. I need the revenue because I got to make up for January and February when it goes boop. <laughs> well, remember Super Bowl Sunday is well, a I great day. I didn't mean to hit that. I didn't. I actually didn't what? hit that. I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I did. I meant to hit this. Sign me. I meant to hit this. No, no. I did. I I legitimately didn't mean to do that. I was trying to click the, the super chat and my thing scrolled up. James, how dare you? Everyone's going to think I did it on purpose. James. I didn't. I didn't even mean to do that on purpose. Uh, one, Justin James. Proper, I agree with Lunga more than I anticipated. I may dislike him. <laughs> there you go. But uh, soul-crushing, oh, isn't it, Lunga? We, we, have, we have a history. We, we've no, Me and him were on a, a show together once a year ago. Uh, at least um, I know he's not entirely insane. He may disagree, no, but not. that's okay. And Justin, guess what? I don't dislike you. I just Aww. think your opinions are shit. I can think someone's <laughs> opinions are shit and still be okay with them. I think many of Andy's opinions are shit. Doesn't mean I don't some, like them. <laughs> some of my best friends have way different opinions than right. I do on things. That's how friends usually are. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Taking us back. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. we should wrap. I want to wrap up soon I'm anyway because we try to go to midnight. Uh, but I really didn't mean to send. I I I'm embarrassed. I I I would own it if I wanted to show that. I didn't even mean to go there. Uh, Fat Samurai guy, let's go to you because we haven't let you talk. Anything you want to end on here or add to this conversation or anything else? To the Mandalorian discussion? Just anything in life in general. <laughs> this is a free form conversation. This part of the show. Well, the only thing I have to add is when you get, when you get, when you get old and you get to my age and you got the silver fox salt and pepper gray going, and your knees are hurting, your elbows and and you got pains in your side and you feel like you did biceps but you didn't lift any weights and you just it, you're coughing for no reason. You just, you get old. You get old when you, you get just around. Describe my entire age, day today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I day every you day. Get <laughs> to my age, you just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait, now, wait, now we gotta ask. Wait, I don't have. So, how, how old are you? I'll be forty. Oh, lady never tells. You be forty what? Forty two. I'm oh. older than you. You're not that old. <laughs> You're that old. Yes, but. There's, 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 You're not there's, even there's, the oldest one in this. I'm I know. Probably one here. I know. But. But there's been a lot of damage. There's been damage. Hey, <laughs> let, him, let the man let the man yeah. preach. Yeah, go right. ahead. I feel like there's a lot of damage, so I feel like I'm 80 walking around here. There you go. I feel so you, what, brother. The I point I'm trying you. to make is when you get to when you get to my age and you get get more and more and more and more mature. There's so much drama and bullshit in the world out there. 
that I just don't have. Sh- I don't have time for that yeah. shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. I deal with it out there. I don't right. bring it home with yeah. me. Especially if people want to talk shit or make videos or do whatever and say negative. Defend Everett, God, you suck. You couldn't defend the the believer episode. You're the say worst nerd wars. You know, we get, when I, <laughs> say I, it. Say I don't it. have time. I don't Bravo, have time. man. That's it. So I'm just saying. Advice yeah, for, the, moral, for the younger, for the younger YouTubers out there that are trying to make it and get uh, get more well known, shy away from that negativity. Focus don't on the comments, work. Yes, don't let comments uh, ruin your day. Just block, remove it, and just be on your way. That's it. You know why? Because you're awesome. And, and, and don't write emo well posts said. on Twitter about how you're getting dislikes, dude. That <laughs> dude, it's impossible to get a, to make a video without at least one dislike. It's very hard. You're gonna yeah. get one, dude. He's still he's still ratioing good. Just shut up and be happy. Sixty one thousand. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. Four thousand likes. Alg- only the algorithm changed too. Yeah. Bro, he's doing good. Yeah. I'm still I'm still still quipping over the fact that I'm probably the oldest one here still. I, I'm probably the oldest one here. You well, are. How old are you now? I, I'm. I I turned 47 in August. I still not. Oh, you look young. You look Thank younger. You. So that's all yeah, that matters is how you look. But I feel like I'm 85. God damn it! Maybe you was listen, born with it. Body pains. I I have. Trust me. I understand. I, I'm. I'm only 38. Oh yes. See, we got a kissy face. We're, this is a hot chat, guys. See. Mm. Yeah. Want to bet money? It's a guy. <laughs> automatically that's, I, that's an I, speaking of nerd force <laughs> i want to know what the the chat the regulars especially do you guys like the the royal rumble battle royale or do you like the, i think it just depends on the fight if the it's question like, if there's yeah. a four part if there's a time yeah. where we can have four answers or it's broad like that i think it, it is a depends good thing on and it depends on the people too we did that on like phase two of Nerd Wars, where it was like best Marvel moment, and then we had all four people do that. The, when True. we were in the podcast oh, studio, yeah. there have been a few versions of this uh, show. The, but I, I like mixing it up. Hero it's good. draft. Keep things interesting. Good. Uh, back to you, Joshua. As we wrap things up, I'm just going around and giving everybody a chance to talk. Anything you want to add to the? You, you've added a lot of uh, nice thoughts already, though. But anything oh, you want to add here as we wrap things up? Well, thank you, Andy. You know, you and others I look up to in the world of YouTube of how do I do this? How do I navigate this world and create content that people want to tune into and create a community? So thanks for being one of the people that has spearheaded, at least in my sphere, of what to do. It's a tough road, this uh, this new media. But as somebody who's worked in the old media, the traditional media, this is the way. So if you'd like to follow me on my journey, Mr. Joshua Gray on the YouTube channel and all the social medias, we're starting small. I've been on YouTube since like 2007, but I've made a lot of other channels big throughout my years as a producer, but let's build it up here. So thank you for the amazing opportunity. Every argument here was awesome. Um, Samurai, Geekdom, um, I love those episodes. I love those episodes. I treasure every single one of those episodes. So for the sake of argument, thank you for being in the debates. And uh, Lunga, I look forward to a rematch, brother. I'll be waiting. Me too. Oh. I, I, I don't take losses that easily. I think you're mm. great, but I don't take losses that easily. <laughs> the rematch is coming. We'll definitely Me neither, actually. Because I wanted to pick the episode that Josh had. <laughs> did mm. you? You told me you'd. that's not the one you picked. I did pick just, you. Just for, for the record, we did like five polls in our fight, and I won four out of the five. Let's just keep right. that in mind. No, but, but I would have picked that one, but you told me he already picked it. So I want the believer. Did he? I didn't. I don't remember saying. I trust you. I, just, I don't remember. My saying legit that. favorite episode was the Luke one because listen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm biased. Luke is my favorite fictional character, so I'm straight up gonna tell you that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fanboy. I don't give a shit. 
That's my favorite fictional character. So yeah, see, hey, whatever. Not, right at fun time. Who cares? I don't. I, I don't am get too, Luke. But... I don't get Luke anymore. I, I feel like uh, okay. when you watch the New Hope, he's a whiny bitch, and then you get to Empire, he's slightly, he gets better. And then it's over. And then it's over. And it's sequels. And you're like, oh, like Lucas, I feel like he hasn't aged well. We got to fight. It does. It makes perfect sense. He starts off whining and he becomes an alpha. Maybe Dan Merle will learn from it. Andy, he was freaking 19, dude. What's What's crazy? What's crazy is when you realize that Hayden Christensen watched A New Hope to learn, how do I play a whiny teen in Attack of the Clones? Uh, it, and everything and he clicks. Went, and he, and when he you watch Attack of the Clones it. again, thinking about the bad teenage acting of Mark Hamill, it all makes sense. You're like, oh, he's channeling Mark Sam. Hamill's. Well, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, he went above the call. Hey, but Mark Hamill channeled Vader in that scene. He channeled Rogue One Vader in that Dude, final Dude, not scene. only that, not just Rogue One Vader, twice. He did the behind the back block, which Anakin, Anakin did in the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Force crush, Force crush, and the Skywalker. Thing. And if you're a fan of of, of uh, Legends, you know that that yep. move is not yeah. well liked by the Jedi. But no. doing it on droids, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you saw them do that during the Clone Wars. Right, but uh, that move is banned to do it on like uh, on yeah on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a Jedi, on, if you're a dark side, yeah, but it, but it wasn't people. It was still a droid. I mean, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. a droid. So yeah, it was final yeah. thoughts uh, or anything you want to say, uh, uh, Danny? No, that's it. I've already said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> I like the Mandalorian. How about that? Yeah. Oh, I'm still it's on screen. Big, it's the big dumb show. As, I'm as still on screen though. Tries to to navigate. I always get stuck on here when I'm done talking. It's kind of funny. Can't wait till he's back in his studio. And, 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 Andy likes it. making you uncomfortable. He's good at it, bro. You lose it's Andy. It's just the no, I'm back. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I, I went to. I was asking, giving you a chance to, to, and then my thing froze. Did you get? Did you get? Say something geeked. I missed you. Did you, you no, get, no. I just said I said everything I needed to say, and that I, uh, I had a good. And then we had, had five a, minutes of dinner. Okay. Right. No, I had a good time. You were talking. I had no, a good one, more thing, one more thing, Andy, time. before you before you end it. Yeah, uh, yeah. All of you guys rock. You're all fucking badasses. If any of my subscribers are watching, make sure you guys head to these guys' channels. Subscribe right. to all of them. Sure. Uh, they kick ass. They take names. Uh, but uh, again, thanks, Andy, and everyone for inviting me for today. But just real quick before you end it, let me know if you guys are down for that. Is it really that bad challenge? You know, hit me up or I'll hit you up. Let me know. Because today we talked about Power Rangers, the movie, and Speed Racer. Was it really that bad? Oh, I love Speed Racer. I love Speed Racer. Tomorrow we're doing the Ben-Hur remake and Pompeii. Yeah. Speed Racer. Wachowski's Speed Racer is fantastic. Let me know if you want in. Speaking of which, maybe you should do the Matrix. What's better than Speed Racer is Racer X. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I lo- I watched rewatched it with my kid and we had a blast and I I, I yeah, that movie got bummed our episode up. today. It survived our episode. The the, the Rotten Tomato score for it was like forty one percent. And yeah, we're like it's better was, than that. It was ahead of its time. People didn't yeah. didn't appreciate it. No, the movie sucked though, dude. The movie sucks, sorry. The movie's a blast. The movie sucks. It is a it is a blast. It was horrendous. I met Matthew it's, Fox. It's on higher than forty one percent, I think. You met Matthew. Uh, oh wait, wait, we got inside. Jedi before I'd watch that. Again. What was that, Joshua? Guy, I met Matthew Matthew Fox on the subway at London when he was doing a play, and it was just like yeah. two of us on the subway. So I went up to him and I was like, "Hey, man, I really enjoy your work. Do you mind if I get a picture with you?" He goes, "I don't do autographs." 
And again, what? like the train car was totally empty. I wasn't like in front of a bunch of people that would cause a stir. And I just went, okay. And I went and sat at the other side of the car. And I thought to myself, if I'm ever in a situation and the roles reversed, I'll always say yes. Always. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, like, unless there's like his, unless he was with his kids and being pulled away. Like if he's right, just sitting right, there. Right. Yeah. Himself, yeah. Cause I, I agree. I I'd be cognizant of that. And he's you know? not like he's Brad Pitt. I mean, come on, dude. You could have made time. <laughs> I think I do the George. I think I do the George Lucas route and go. No, no, you just want you just want to sell, sell, want to make money off my autograph. I know. I don't want to have any other. Just right. Want to make money off a Matthew Fox? David, no autographs, please. No autographs. No autographs. <laughs> <for> <laughs> me, please, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> David, thank you for sending on PayPal Streamlabs. I, if you sent a comment, it didn't show up to my email. So if you want to chat it quick in the chat, I'll read it. But for some reason, your comment didn't show up. If you just sent a, 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 a Streamlabs donation, thank you. That was generous. I appreciate it. It helps uh, keep this show going. away from being monetized on and YouTube. The, so. does, oh, and Movie World. I was going to say thank you yeah. for reminding me. Go check out Movie World. Uh, we're a few minutes yeah. away from being monetized. Finally, thanks to the amazing work of Steph. She just did uh, first time watching Into the Spider-Verse, which she never watched. Uh, so you get to watch her glorious reaction to that. And I got lots more coming. We're doing more sequels that should have been that almost were made uh, and some other cool factoids are coming to Movie World. So if you haven't watched Movie World in a while, go watch or leave it in the background. We're, we're so close to getting our watch time uh, monetized. And then go watch Joshua's after ours so we can all get monetized. Bravo. Uh, hey, uh, Lunga, guys, go ahead. Last last words. Go ahead, Lunga. Oh, my last words are the top one here. Yeah. If you guys in, in private chat, drop the links to your to your channels. I mean, I know obviously I got Chris, I know uh, uh -huh. and Andy, but sure. Josh, uh, Geekdom, and, and Fat Samurai. If you can drop the link in private chat, so I can grab. That's those. the beauty that, of that the show. Good. I love the show because yeah. we always just meet each other, hang, nerd out. That's what the the point of this is. So thank you guys for coming and doing that with me tonight, especially while I'm in a weird uh, hotel lobby. Uh, but I appreciate you all. You guys are welcome anytime. Happy to come back on yours if I can help you in any way. Please reach out, uh, Josh, Mr. Joshua Gray, and go and Chris. Final words from you. Go check out uh, uh, Planet of the Nerds. Chris, anything you want to add to the to the fans and out there? Uh, I am going to be probably MIA for about a week between uh, New Year's and uh, like the fourth of January because I am moving. Me too. Across the country. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be setting up a new kind of studio area. So stay tuned. That should be fun to, to so watch excited. that journey with me. So I'm so excited. Check them out on Planet of the Nerds. And yeah, happy moving. I'm going to be out in uh, Colorado that week. So we'll, I'm trying to pre tape everything. I might do a stream once, but we'll stay tuned. We're doing Saturday, right? Still? Yeah, th this yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. we'll be doing our Wonder Woman fight. Uh, so stay then, tuned for that. And uh, more coming. But uh, And then check out Geekdom 101, World of Geekdom. Darth Daddy Lung is the Great Council, and that fat samurai, that's everybody. Thank you guys for sticking around the whole show. That was very generous of you. Again, anything you need, hit me up. Uh, great to work with you all tonight. Let's do it again soon. And to all of you who watched or donated tonight, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, that was a fantastic show. Uh, stay tuned for more here on, I'm going to press it. In, oh, wait, where was it? What was it? Popcorn Planet. <laughs>